and there's no bike lane. So I'm riding, and uh, this door, you know when you open the door, you put one foot out, yeah, and then you swing it open to fully get out. Yeah. That's what I was watching happen. I see the door open, and a foot comes out, and I'm maybe four feet away from you, so I'm very, very close. I'm right at the end of her car, essentially, and I'm like, I'm not going to have time. No way, you're going And I, going I look to fast, my left, right? there's a car right there, and I'm like, I just got to turn out as much as I can. All, this, all these thoughts happen in one second. I'm not going to make it. I can't turn left. I'm about to hit, get hit by a car. She opens, swings the door fully. I slam into it. Everybody. Welcome to Ari Shaver Skeptic Tank. I'm watching the NCAA championship game. It's so fucking close. What's this a commercial for? Godzilla, maybe? Um, so, oh, it's got the guy from Breaking Bad in it. The dad from Malcolm. What is it? Some monster movie, right? It's got to be. Uh, yep, Godzilla. Bam, there it is. Transformers versus Godzilla. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Ari Shaver Skeptic Tank. Uh, today's episode, I have my friend Nick Yusuf on. He is super into bikes, and he went on the uh, AIDS cycle, the AIDS walk cycle. I forget what it's called. AIDS, AIDS cycle? That seems wrong. But he went on this cross-country thing from San Francisco to Los Angeles. He biked all the way down the coast on a bicycle. Uh, so I want to talk to him about it and how he got so into bikes and shit. You know, really just an excuse to get my friend on, but, but um, mostly also to talk about that stuff. I really want to know how much gay sex there was going on. That was really the entire reason I did the podcast, to ask the question, how much gay sex is there on the AIDS cycle from San Francisco to Los Angeles? Um, Nick has his own podcast called uh, with, that he does with Kevin Christie, um, who did the cover for my, a lot of my Storyteller shows, shows and from my CD, Revenge for the Holocaust, my album, Revenge for the Holocaust. Um, the Occasionally Awesome Podcast, that's what it's called. So... Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that today. Some good news, you guys. Um, if you listen to my podcast, sometimes it could be there could be uh, sort of sad ones and downers. Uh, one of those was episode one, I forget now, um, with Vanessa Ragland, one eighteen, womb of doom. I called it. It was shortly after um, she had a miscarriage and lost her child, and I just talked to her about that. It was very honest and very one of my favorite ones. Um, but it was hard because, you know, she just lost her child and she was upset about it. And, um, you know, understandably, she just had another baby. She had a child, everybody. I saw pictures of it on Facebook, a beautiful, beautiful child. Um, so sort of a happy ending to one of the sad episodes. All right. Game's back on. I'll finish this in a minute. No. Fucking jump ball. I can leave the sound on for this. You guys can watch us too. That's a close to a jump ball. Yeah, he traveled with it. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, quick few dates, and then I'll get to this. Wow, Kentucky just had a chance to take a lead. It's an eight versus seven seed. They never get this shit in real life. An eight versus seven seed? (sighs) Cinderella story no matter who wins. So I got my storyteller show on Tuesday, uh, April 8th, with Joey Diaz, Rob Delaney, Emily Heller, Matt Bronger, and maybe one other person. Um, five dollars. It's experimental. These shows. These aren't recorded. My this is not happening. Storyteller shows. We might record more in the summer or late summer, but this will be the last one we do for a while. Bottom. 
Four-point game. Wow, this is close. Jesus. Um, 420, I got my variety show called Store 20 at the Comedy Store during the day. Oh, my God, what a shot. 4.30 in the afternoon. It's a variety show. Me, uh, a bunch of my sketches, uh, videos. Redman might do a video. Um, There'll be some dancing. Uh, It's just going to be a fun show. So come at 4, catch a seat, go get high, come back in and watch. Let's celebrate Eastern style with weed. Wow. Five-point game now. Um, And that's it. I got Edmonton. I got Minneapolis. Santa Fe is going to be on sale on Wednesday. All those shows will be on my my website, ariethegreat.com. You can also get a tour shirt there. The 2014 tour shirts are in. And also be at Moon Tower Comedy Festival, April 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th in Austin. I'm going straight from there to New York, and then I'll be a New Yorker until who knows when. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start the episode. Episode 161, all about bikes. No, he jumped from out of bounds. With Nick Youssef, who couldn't care less. And by the way, you're going to hear Nick Youssef say some shit in here. I'll just tell you right now, he's wrong. You'll know what I'm talking about. There's no way. There's no way. Um, here we go. Episode 161. I don't know what to call it. Eightsicle. Eightsicle with Nick Youssef. Bicycle. 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 I want to ride my bicycle. Bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle I want to ride my bike I want to ride my bicycle I want to ride it where I like You say black, I say white you say Man, it's nice up here I know I haven't been up here in so long The last, did we start? Yeah Oh, <laughs> The last time we were up here yeah. Together, I think, was when we were making out No, when we were, uh Doing the water balloon thing. Remember that? The water balloon thing? Oh, yeah. When we all got Bobby. We did it from all the way up here? We No, well, we went down one level, which is still the... Like, yeah, the, hold on. Let me come here this way with me. Let's look over the roof here. All right. I want to see where it goes. Well, I shouldn't have spun right by the edge. Yeah, we were all on that. Yeah. And then over there by that roof. And then we got up on here so we could be up where, like, the big main marquee is. Because that part of the roof Oh, looks... that was the rocket launcher? Yeah, yeah, the water balloon launcher. Oh, I thought you meant when we all got Bobby that time. Oh, no, that was way down there. Yeah, that was... And all, I was in on, the lot. On that, yeah. Because I had to clear all the cars out. You had to make sure he parked... Like, I had to cut a the... section out to where the only thing he could do was pull all the way into the very <laughs> back where the dumpster... on the inside and I just like... moved every car over towards... So he had to be as far away as possible. So yeah. it literally made a lane. And he didn't even question, like, that's a weird organization. Yeah, he just for the drove lot. in. And then he started going out. He saw his water balloon smash yeah. at his feet. Everyone started launching, and we all had no one five. hit him. Not yeah. one person hit him. We all had five each. Over on the, on, the, on the ramp. Yeah. It was all over. And then he it was started from jogging. All sides. Bobby run, whatever. Or whatever yeah. you want to call it. You can't really call it running. It's kind of like prancing. Bobby prancing. Yeah, pranced. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah. And then, oh, so you launched it here to the, like the sky bar and stuff. Yeah, we had, uh, we had, it was a three Who's man rocket launcher. Was it? Caparilla? It was Caparillas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny because he was like one of the first guys in like our group. He's like, all right, I'm working. I'm making a little bit of money. Yeah. First thing I'm going to spend it on <laughs> rocket this launcher. rocket launcher for water balloons. I heard this doctor talk about somebody getting like bad uh, leg injuries at like 40. Right. And he referred to it as like, well, the, the problem is you're still powerful enough to, to do explosive movements, mm-hmm. but your body's breaking down to the point where it can't handle it. It's like, no, don't but you? Like at 70, you don't 
jump four steps at a time. You yeah. Just don't, you just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that rocket launcher was. He was still cool enough to, yeah. to want that, but just getting rich enough to afford Yeah, it's it. right on the cusp of people who are t- just too old for it, but they're the only ones who can afford it. So it's like, How yeah, much was a rocket launcher? I, I mean, maybe back then it felt like a lot, but I want to say it was maybe a, a hundred, hundred some. Because it was a, it was a three man operation. You have one oh, yeah. guy on each side holding the giant band, and then a guy holding the bowl that you put, you know, whatever Eggs, weapon you wanted. Balloon. What was it? A pouch? It was yeah. It was like a big pouch, and then we would we filled up a bunch of water balloons, and we were like, "What do we hit?" and uh-huh. And because it, it it would go very far, you go a hundred plus yards. Wow! Plus you're up a floor and a half. Yeah, so we're like we can hit anything. So we started hitting the House of Blues, and like it has a tin roof, yeah. and we didn't know that. So we just launched one over, and it just makes the loudest <laughs> thought from down there, from up here, from here. Yeah, yeah, from like back. Yeah, up because we were afraid people would see us. So we, oh, yeah. we hung back, and the roof of the store is huge. Yeah, but you get to to the House of Blues if you're there, you can almost throw it and hit the House of Blues from there. Yeah, from near the edge. But yeah. we were like back, you know, so they 30 yards you. back. So nobody knew where it was coming from. So it hit that tin roof. And like, Boom. Yeah. And we had one somebody up at the very front peeking over to see what the damage was like. Oh, so you guys weren't watching? No, we had someone watch because we wanted to know, but we didn't want to be seen. Right. So like I'd go for one. So and somebody then, going, no, I'm just here watching stuff. I, I noticed the water balloon too, man, yeah. but it's not me. Yeah. So we would hit the roof and it would it would explode and sprinkle down on the people on the patio. So we just see faces like they're talking and then they start looking up and around. Like, what the fuck? Was that yeah. water all of a sudden? And then we realized that was too close. So we started shooting over at the... There's a line outside of the sky bar and we're like, that's where all the douchebags are. fancy people. Yeah. Yeah. So we started launching. Girls we hit a dresses. couple of people. And then um, a couple of people in line figured out where it was it was coming from really? this side of they the street. They probably were looking and they saw one like launch and they're like, okay, there yeah. it is. So they figure out it was the comedy store, we don't know how, and then they start walking over here and we're like, fuck, we got we got to get out. Did you know they here. were coming? We saw the them lookout. coming. And I think they oh, called the where? cops. From where did you see? The, whoever the lookout was? Well, they they were outside in line on Sunset. And yeah. then they started kind of walking but this where way. Where were you that you would see them? We were up right here on the roof. You were up a level. So you okay. could see all of Sunset. Okay. We're over like by, at the edge right there. I wonder if you could almost hit Santa Monica from down there. I mean, I think you could. That's a long one. Yeah. It was a huge water downhill. Yeah. And so they called the cops because they uh, the cops called the comedy store. They're like, is someone attacking people <laughs> with water balloons from your club? And whoever was working the booth was like, what? No. What are you talking it's not about? Like something we do. They, no, they really had no idea. Because yeah. they looked outside and they're like, there's no one out here with water balloons. What are you, crazy? So we decided we had to like, we had to ditch everything. We had to get back downstairs. The cops are here in the building walking around looking to see where it could be coming from. And they're like, is there roof access? By this time, we had... Who? Who's there? The, it was me, Caparillo, Renazizi. I thought you were there, but maybe no, not. No, um, I never launched off this roof. And it was yeah, three of us, and there had to be someone else. I can't remember who. Maybe Freddie was one of yeah. them. So we escape, and then we go downstairs, and we know this building better than anybody. Yeah. So as we're going down the stairs, the cops are coming up the stairs, <laughs> and the stairs split off into like two or three. So we just... Or by Mitzi's office and by yeah, the Yeah, over by room. the office. It goes into the belly room, green room, and then you can go into the belly you knew room. knew they were coming up the stairs? We heard them. And we're like, which way do we... At the base? Yeah, yeah, because we steps? we snuck down. Whoa! And there was no show in the belly room, so it was dark. But we and that's all you could hear. There was no sound except us and these cops and whoever the employee was. So we hear him coming up. We're like, we got to sneak out into the belly room, and we hid in the belly room. They walked up to the roof, and then we snuck down, walked out 
onto the front patio and stood there with everybody else. Blended in. Blended in. Because no That's one knew Jason it was Bourne us. Jason would do. Yeah, yeah. And then the cops come back downstairs, and they're talking to, like, maybe Tommy and whoever was working in the booth. <laughs> I'm trying to overhear them. And the manager. It was Dean, because he was telling us not to go up here. And we're like, dude, we're doing it. Like, we're going on the roof. <laughs> you have no authority anymore, Yeah, bro. you can't stop we us. We have a rocket launcher. And then we watched the couple that was complaining talk to the cop and Dean, two feet, two feet in front of them. Really? Yeah, for the entire situation. They, they, Dean gave, bro, here's some free tickets, bro. Wait, they found out who it was, and they gave him free tickets. They didn't find out. They just said, we're sorry that it, if you feel like it came from here, but we, we haven't seen anything, but here's some free passes if you ever want to come back. Wow, that free pass is the easiest thing the comedy store, the comedy clubs in general have to give out to people. Yeah, yeah. To ensure like calmness. Yeah, it was pretty great. We got so many people with that thing. We did it in La Jolla. Yeah, we ran his Eastern Caparulo, but right through the door, the back patio door. And oh, we perfect. Get halfway down the beach. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the width of the beach, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, people just like you'd see sand just blow up. But it would look good because <laughs> the sand would really move. So you'd be like, "Whoa, right there!" You wouldn't see any water. You go, Psh. yeah. And there's people out there at night. You just can't see yeah. them. We launch them, try to hit them. People on the boardwalk, uh-huh. and then this guy, he's one of those like Darius Rucker type black people. Uh-huh. He goes, "Hey, you motherfuckers! I see you in there." Right. <laughs> like, don't move. Don't. And you're move. like, you have a fascinating accent, sir. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't move. Like, you think that's funny? And we're like, don't move. Like, I see you there, crouching <laughs> behind the cabinet, describing behind the wigger guy with the white shirt. Yeah. We're like, mm, <laughs> don't, don't move. <laughs> Because all the water balloon, the remnants, would form a straight line back to the source. Yeah. So it was just all point. Yeah. We're just lines. Yeah, just a trail of evidence all the way back. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Where's yeah, that really water launcher now? We got to get that for the summer. I don't know. I think we do. But now the problem is we can't do it with like you know the same people. Because if someone sees us, they're going to go, did the guy from the league just hit me with a water balloon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get the next generation in. Yeah, yeah. We got to train these guys. Man, this They're boring. Really nice. We did. Me and Ryan O'Neill did a did our montage video. Um, what mountains are those? Straight down there, it goes up. Is that like a hike? Um, I don't know. It what, goes up though, right? That's a hill. It does go up a little. I don't know. It's what pretty that clear is. today. It's see, pretty this, fucking clear. This little mountain right here, because there's one way back there. No, the one you can see. You can see the green on it. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That looks like a hike. That looks like greenery, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's a hike. It might just look like a bigger hill from here. Well, it goes up. It goes up higher than that building. Because where's the 10? That's got to be after the 10. Your mom's a 10. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's after it's the 10. very nice of you to say. Thanks. Well, she is the 10. <laughs> no, on a scale of 1 to 10, it. that's the best thing you could call her. Oh, no, she's not <laughs> a 10. She's the 10. Uh, yes, that is the best I could call her. Yeah. Man. Yeah, why don't we come up here more? This is where we should barbecue. Oh, yeah. Someone's definitely going to fall off. And then we're definitely going to burn the club down. After somebody falls off? Oh, we no, with, oh, with yeah. barbecuing Hot up coals here. on the roof of this place? Oh, yeah. This highly flammable place? It would be the end of the comedy store. When did you get to the comedy store? I started in uh, August of 2003. Uh, on the weekend, Dave Chappelle was here doing like a bunch of shows. 2003? Oh, yeah. when he was doing the, re- the comeback tour? No, he was just here. He was just here, yeah. He was like, oh, because he was like huge, and he's like, oh, I'm going to do a few shows at the comedy store, and they sold out almost immediately. It was my first day on the phones. Oh, really? And that was the day. It was nonstop ringing for tickets for Chappelle. That's a tough one. It was, and my training took two minutes. 
It was David Taylor. He's like, use the hold button a lot. I'm like, well, what else? He's like, you'll figure it out. Just put people on hold. You'll what a dickwad. And then he left. And then he's like, so we're both on the clock today, so you take it. Yeah, yeah. I'll be anywhere. It's before cell phones are invented, so yeah. just uh, hit me up if you need me. Yeah, I'm like, but you're going to... Okay, bye. <laughs> Do you have a cell phone back then? No. Um, 2003? I don't... When you started at the store. I don't remember cell phones being like bars or and stuff. I don't remember them being around. Yeah, I didn't have... I mean, I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't really have a computer until... 2004 5 computer why do they try to get you guys all the like the well when basics? I was growing up it wasn't a thing that my parents weren't technologically aware of that stuff and we didn't have the money for but it you knew how to wire a bomb uh, that's different that's one of those the religious training things oh yeah 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 <laughs> I can see how that could overlap with you guys <laughs> yeah um, that's just street stuff you know have you gone on any you have gone on hikes so let's do that Nazi hike before yeah, yeah, we have to do that. But I wonder what that one is over there. That seems like it would be one. That seems so green. It does. It doesn't seem big, though. It doesn't seem big. It seems more like a hill than a mountain. Yeah, but it's really high. Like, I either hike Griffith Park, because it's, like, near where I live. Yeah. Which we can see from here. Look how fucking... Look how much you can see yeah, you from can up see here. Because it just rained yesterday. That's the observatory. You can see downtown, like, it's two oh, miles from the observatory. Here. Yeah. Wow. This is amazing. Yeah, you can see downtown perfectly. You can see, um... um what is that with all those buildings over there that's uh i think the wilshire area oh yeah yeah that's the grove uh oh yeah because that's the variety building that white one standing alone Uh that's uh like mid wilshire 5500 i wonder how oh yeah i know where that is yeah i wonder no one seems to care that we can see this on a nice day then we cannot see it every other day (laughs) that we're breathing that in all the time yeah there used to be a ring around downtown that you could see from here Oh, yeah. It'll be there tomorrow. And you're like, oh, wait. But I'm in that. I don't see it. When I'm in it, I don't see it at all. But there's a clear smog ring around it. Yeah. It'll be there tomorrow. Now, there's... Oh, yeah, because all the the traffic. But you know what? There's like an old Indian tribe that used to live in in this area before we all did. Who? I can't remember the The name of the... The Indians? Yeah, the something-something Indians. They used to call this... They had a term for for the Los Angeles Basin that translated to, like, Valley of Smoke. Because it was always hazy. Oh, really? So when people say it's all this smog, it's only like part of it. Because it's also hazy. It's it's like it's been that way since Indians were living here, and there was no smog. There were no right. cars back then. They had smoke signals, but they would have had it would have way too much to. Oh, they would have constantly, yeah. <laughs> Man, I feel like you have we you have to take a picture of all this. <laughs> and and put it, it online. That shit never comes up in iPhones. When you take a regular picture on an iPhone of like scenery like this, mm-hmm. you never get depth. Yeah, you don't get the... You're just like, oh, I get it. But I'm saying for listeners that are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, um, I'm not going to put that up. A lot of times I will put stuff up on the website. This one I will not put up on the website. I know they won't be able to see it. Oh, maybe I'll take a... That's what I'll do. Like a panorama. Panorama. Yeah. Panorama. Because this is a view most a lot of people don't get to see. I did just... You can see planes. LAX. Wow, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we really should come up here more. Yeah, the day after it rains and then some wind, and it's like, it's perfect. Everything feels like you can just reach out and touch it. Yeah. And people fucking say, don't live in L.A. Look at this. Who says that? A lot of people, oh, L.A. sucks, don't live there. Look at this. This is paradise. Yeah, it's nice. This winter was so nice. Yeah. I'm going back in the end of April, and it still hasn't hit 60 in New York yet. Jesus. Not once. It hasn't, there's been like five days or less that that. That haven't gotten above 60 here. Maybe not, less. Is it still snowing? That's, in some places. That's, wow. Not in New York. I think they're done with that. They're getting up to like 50s now. Okay. Um, um, so, Nick. Yeah. You used to be fat. 
Not as fat as you are I now. I you but call go me ahead. fat, but that's ridiculous because I'm not fat. You're a little fat. Dude, I'm 178. I'm what I've always been. But the number doesn't... The number does. Not really. The number does. Well, I mean, okay, fine. The number does in comparison to Dude, if height. you were 245, then you'd be really fat. Yes. But I've seen you with your shirt off. You look like a melting candle. No, but I am... <laughs> that's what we're talking about, tone. But I am... That's a good, that's a good descriptive word. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm not a melted candle. <laughs> I got love handles. I've always had love handles. Yeah, that's considered fat. <laughs> no, but I've always, even when I was anorexic, I had them. Yeah. That's what drove me crazy when I was anorexic. Wait, what? I was like, that's possible? I was like, look at those love handles, though. People are like, dude, we can see your heartbeat through your skin. Mm-hmm. You could easily see it through my skin, my heart beating. No way. Yeah. Wow. But I was like, yeah, that's true, but look who I can pinch over here. Right. <laughs> I can pinch a lot. So... Let's lose a I mean, you weren't. Pounds. I guess you weren't trying hard enough to be in. I was like one forty. Wow. Yeah. That's how much good. do you weigh? How fat do you weigh? Right now, I weigh. Uh, how fat do you weigh? That's perfect. Um, I'm two hundred pounds right now. Two hundred. Yeah. And you're six three. I'm six four. So, okay, I was gonna yeah. say like half. But here's tall, another reason why the number doesn't matter because you only factor in weight. Y- yeah, height. like fat weight. Yeah. So for you, the number is like um, 178 or 200. You're like, well, someone just gained 22 pounds of fat or whatever it is. But in reality, people who aren't you work out. No, so they gain muscle. But most people don't work out. And they only gain a little bit of muscle. Muscle weighs more than way more than fat. I know, but relax with that. Everyone's like way more. How much do you weigh when you were fat? Um, let's see. At my, I've, the heaviest I've ever been is 224. 224. But you were bigger than you are now. All of a sudden, it's like muscle weighs more than fat, but you're muscular now, and you're only 20 pounds less. I've always had muscle, because I've always worked out. Yeah. But I just, yeah. gain, I just gain weight. You gain fat when you're fatting. Yeah. I'm um, not the fat one. You're the fat one. No. You have the problems when you get Th- borderline. Three I years ago. Yeah. Three years ago, I, yeah, I was fatter than you, but now it's the opposite. No. Really, you were just fatter. <laughs> um, the best shape I was ever in was last year. Really? Yeah, last year we were right around this time, April or May. Why? I was 197. That was the least you ever weighed? Yeah, but it was all, like, muscle. Uh, a lot of bone in there. People say There's that. There's some bone. A lot of bone, a lot yeah. of fat. There's some bone. Yeah, clothes. Um, but you have, a, you have pro- like problems believing that it's possible to, like, gain muscle weight. Yeah, sure, there's some, but, like, not so much. Mm-hmm. You're not ripped. If I stop working take out... Take your shirt up. Stand up and take your shirt off. I'm wearing two fucking shirts. Just pull, pull that up. Pull the bottom. You don't have to stand up. So actually, sit down. Stay sitting down, actually. Yes. Stay sitting down. And then that's pull your not shirt a up. good... Okay, there's some fat in there. Yeah, of course there that is. That weighs a little bit, too. Yeah. There's some gristle. Uh, 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 <laughs> but here's the difference. When uh, I stand up and I actually, like, flex... No, but can... Dwight, who flexes? What are you, fucking but I'm douchebag you, from Hermosa? There's muscle underneath there is Everybody's what I'm got saying. muscles, dude. You have none. How do I sit up in the morning, then? Um, I mean, you have like the basic what you were born with. Yeah, I still got my baby. Fat. Like you have the muscle from when you were like two. It's not even moved or developed. I learned how to pick myself up <laughs> on tables. I would hold the table and then I pick my body up. Yeah, and I got strong that way. When and you were what five? No, before that. So just before walking. Yeah, just when I could learn to stand. <laughs> right. And then I pretty much just coasted from there. It's been a pretty good ride. Um, I yeah, eat broccoli today. If I completely stop working out, I would probably lose like fifteen pounds of just muscle. So you would pro- you stop you would lose you would lose weight if you stopped working. I'd out. weigh like probably less than you. I don't see that happening. That is absolutely true. And how my- long would it take you to do that? Oh, I don't know. A year. 
probably like a year of like absolutely no working out. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny that like people think because of the way I dress. Yeah, you would and not, because you used to be fat. You would not think I worked out. Yeah. When people see me at the gym, a lot of comics go, we all go to this 24-hour fitness. Because you, you work out with jean shorts on. <laughs> yeah. <wouldn't it> <laughs> Long great? jean shorts above your knee, yeah. tight ones. Um, and a polo shirt. And like boots. Yeah. <laughs> and a polo shirt. <laughs> and like a, a long coat. A sometimes scarf, sometimes not. But it's yeah. not about that. Well, sometimes you wrap the scarf around your head because of the sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a hipster gym where they have to dress up cool? Oh, dude, if there was, I'd burn it to the ground. How do you feel about the word hipster? Um, it doesn't, it kind of doesn't mean anything anymore because it everyone, really those handlebar mustaches, the hats, it's mm-hmm. like hipsters don't wear fedoras anymore. That's like, that's yeah, like, wear, you know who wears that girl, like 22 year old girls who go to fucking Coachella. Yeah. Like it's bros like, wear those now. Yeah. It's way past the original group, yeah. but some of the hipsters still do wear it. They, they wear different hats because yeah. whatever becomes hip, they quickly discard because the mainstream picks up on it. Yeah. Like they'll start selling it in an urban outfitters and, and then like, they'll, ugh. so the fedora turned into the pork pie hat. And then the pork pie hat What's became. The pork pie hat? This is like the way one? smaller ones with the the br- little brim. You see, like gangsters in the twenties wear them, mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now those like Indiana yeah, sure. Jones ish looking hats, like you see guys wearing those big fedoras. Yeah, like the guy from Edward Sharp and or Edward Sharp, I guess. <laughs> the guy from Edward Sharp. Yeah, yeah. and the magnetic zero. Like he he was wearing oh. those on stage. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they quickly like you know they they always move through trends and stuff to like kind of stay ahead or yeah to me it's like they've gone away there is no such thing as hipsters anymore but I know who they're talking about but it, they don't dress that differently anymore like a, there is no there's I mean like and a, the artsy people who dress in like yeah. crazy stuff there's still like hipsters giant question marks on their head but like the hipster thing is now like a it's the same as being like a out. surfer or a yeah. skater it's just another type of person to be it's another thing you can buy at, at urban yeah, it's outfitters. another costume no, you can wear outfitters. which ones do they sell for the skaters urban and, outfitters and goth, is all goth chicks oh it's hot time. topic hot topic yeah but urban outfitters is the hot topic for hipsters yeah it's you know? pretty nice and you're like oh yeah. this is such a cool shirt but it's like fuck but millions of people have access to it yeah like i remember people used to ask me where do you get skinny jeans really and shit like that yeah or where do you get a fixed gear bike or something like that Amsterdam. and uh, well, now there's you go to any bike shop has them. Some was it you who taught me about what what to ask for in a bar? In a a bar when you're in some place and like, hey, where do the cool people hang out? Oh yeah, when you're uh, on the road or something. Yeah, yeah. I go. I find the 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 people that look cool in a bar after a show or something like that, and I go, hey, where do I go in this city? Oh no, what's cool to do here? No. So yeah, there is that. The problem is if you ask somebody like what's cool, you're getting their version of cool, who might be a completely different. But it's better than version. Yelp's version of cool. Somebody said this. If you don't know who to ask, if you're just talking to somebody, go, where do the where do the guys with the mustaches go? Oh yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much like that's not who you're looking for, but you're looking for the type of people who go to that place. Yeah. So then they won't tell you show you to like the, the fucking ns, ns place. You're right, right. They'll yeah, they won't take you to like Hollywood like, Boulevard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll go somewhere yeah. cool and then you can like enjoy it. Yeah, you go, where do the people that you want to punch in the face go? Yeah, I hung out in Denver for the first time, away from Lower Downtown. How's that? It's great. It's I've never a cool been there. Part of town. You've never been to Denver? No. Oh, you're missing out. Yeah, I know. Everyone looks like you there. Uh, did they really? Yeah, that's great. But yeah, that that city's becoming like cooler now. Denver. Yeah. Yeah, it's always been cool. I keep hearing I just that. Haven't noticed it, but yeah, I think you're getting some cooler people to come out of it. They just have a cool scene. They got musicians and fucking mm. artists. Yeah. Some and legal too. weed. Legal weed. That That's going to really lot. help, yeah. That's a lot. Um, I just did that trip to San Jose. 
is how by Casa de Fruta. Did you do that with me ever? Yeah, yeah. We did that yeah. uh, a few months ago. Yeah. Did we stop at Casa de Fruta? Absolutely. Where did we go? We went to uh, the Outside Lands Festival. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I recorded whatever episode I recorded the intro with you. Yeah. That la- it was that right around then. Oh, yeah, that's where we were driving back from. So and we like, stopped at Casa de Fruta. Yeah, yeah, me and Simone just did it again. Yeah. Spent 150 bucks there. Holy shit. You got to limit it really to like three nuts. That's why you've gained all that berries. weight, dude. <laughs> you know that I candy. do gain weight sometimes and I'm very careful to be like, oop, it's getting out of hand. Yeah, you're very body conscious. Yeah. 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 There's more of me to love. No, wait. <laughs> that's not what I meant. So when did you lose the weight? When you started biking? Was that what it was? Um, when I quit drinking. Oh, yeah, you quit drinking. If you stop drinking, it's like you immediately yeah, lose 10 pounds. Every chick loses it that way. Every girl, you're like, you look way better. What are you yeah. doing? It's almost always drinking, yeah. especially in LA or San Francisco. And I quit eating like late at night and just like shitty food. Because if I would get high or something, yeah. it would just be like, oh, time to eat three quarters of a pizza and then some pie. Oh. Or some shit. Yeah. Just because you feel like it. There's no filter there to, to stop you. Tell you not to. Yeah. I try to eat healthy during the day. Right. And then at night, I'm like, let's just let it go. Let's, let's just, just go close crazy. to the end. Yeah, you need cheat days and shit or cheat hours. <laughs> yeah. The Rock had that. Sunday, he would eat like 12 or 24 donuts. Yeah. Every other day, he'd work out nonstop and eat great. Wow. And then treat himself to a dozen donuts. Yeah, you got you to gotta have one day. Because the people that go on hardcore diets every day of their life. Simone's doing gluten-free except for Sundays. Right. And so then he was like, yeah, let's do shit. Like, let's get pizza when it was on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you got to have that because you can't sustain a crazy ass diet for whatever. Dude, I get the crave once in a while for like In and Out, and if I like don't go, I don't have time or something. That crave stays for like yeah a few days. Yeah, I have to have In and Out every three or four months. Oh, really? It just something goes off because I've had it since I was a kid. Oh yeah, I didn't. I just got it later. So every three or four months, my brain goes, "Hey, dude, In and Out." I'm like, "Yep." Oh yeah, yeah, it's so good. That time we had it right when you started getting high in on the way to San Jose. Oh yeah, and you were and like, "Oh my god, the most amazing thing in the world like, to me." What? what are you doing? Yeah, what's happening? Did Jesus Christ make this food? <laughs> Man, In and Out is better, right? They do fresh stuff. It's not like it's not percentage meat. It's all meat, right? Oh yeah, the quality of everything is better and fresher. Since I've seen that thing on McDonald's with a splooge, they have this pink splooge. I'm like, pink dude, slime, I, I, even at like. Even though, like airport slime, it's like I'd rather just go to a smaller place because the, yeah. the chance of it actually being meat, mm-hmm. are, like way higher. Oh yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's like thirty percent. I haven't eaten McDonald's or Burger King or Taco Bell or anything like that in like fifteen years. No way. Yeah. Even morning breakfast, anything. Breakfast McDonald's you don't get at airport. Nothing. What do you do in the morning? Or n- neither have I. Nor have I had soda. Really, in, like, fifteen years. Yeah. No soda. Yeah. Jesus, Yusuf, how did you get so fat? Oh, the booze. Um, well, when I was like a teenager, I was like chubby and stuff. Yeah. And then when I stopped eating and drinking all that stuff and then I started exercising, it all went away. Oh yeah. Why'd you start exercising? Until about three years ago and then I gained like a bunch of weight. Oh, that's when you gained it? Yeah. You weren't fat when you started comedy. Oh no, no. I was, well also when you're not, you literally cannot, like I would afford food. My food would be when I worked the phones every day, I would get a box of wheat thins in the morning and just like graze on (laughs) that that Doritos all day, all the way until the cover booth opened. And then there were cookies for sale and I would get those for free because I was working the cover booth. So that was my breakfast, lunch and dinner. So I got them. Wow, yeah, I had Doritos. Steve Pearl came in once, and he was like, oh, Doritos kind of I was like, sure, it was one of the big bags. And he just reached his hand all the way in and <laughs> filled it up. Like, motherfucker, that's my dinner. Yeah. Cheap motherfucker. Yeah. So tell me about this biking stuff. 
How long have you been doing it? Um, since, like, I would say, I mean, I rode bikes as a kid. When every kid was, like, skating or biking, I went biking. You didn't get, you didn't get like, uh, trick bikes, did you? No, it was, like, a BMX bike. Like, you could do tricks with them, yeah. Oh, nice. So that, that's what all the kids rode, but... Um, like I learned some tricks, you know, like bunny hopping and like you know jumping stairs and. What's bunny hopping? You get on one wheel and just hop. When you like, you go first wheel, like front wheel up, and then you lift the back one, so you just hop into the air, so you can jump over trash cans oh. or up curbs. That's a bunny hop. Oh, so it's like an ollie. What an ollie is for skating, a bunny hop. One, one wheel and the other. So yeah, you lift the front and then you pull the back. And I could never ollie. I never learned to ollie. Even when I was holding on to the rail down there. Mm-hmm. So you know, just, like just couldn't slap the board. Yeah, good enough to get it up. I That's didn't know when how to I could. The only time I could do it was holding on to something. Yeah. That's why I never could pick up skating because I knew it was deep down. It was the fear of falling and breaking falling. something. I heard Jeff Raleigh say that he started landing real tricks when he broke up with his girlfriend and he wanted to die. Yeah. He was like fuck it, let's try dark slide. Right. Let's right. Try all this. Yeah, you have to. There, you just have to be kind of crazy to pull that shit off, sort of, right? Um, yeah. So we all kind of like rode bikes and shit when we were teenagers, yeah. and we could get I around. Did that too. It was great. Yeah. So I liked it from then, and then as an adult, um, in like 2007 or some shit, six or seven, like people started getting into like these like fixed gear single speed bicycles those are the hipsters yeah yeah all like all like bike messengers use those oh yeah they're the ones with like no brakes there's no One gear speed, just, just you just bike the front crank and then a the little crank in the back and a chain connecting them yeah and that's it you can't there's no other gear to switch to and you can't you know you can when you're riding a bike you stop pedaling and you start coasting and yeah. you hear that like you can't do that with those you can't what happens you just have to let go of the wheels and they just keep going no yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you have to keep pedaling. Oh, and if you go backwards, that's a brake. Yeah, when you push backwards, it breaks. But if you're at a standstill and you pedal backwards, you will you ride backwards. backwards. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's a fixed gear bike. So you got one of those, or everyone's getting them? And why um, are they getting them? Because, it, like, they have this thing where, like, it's um, it's a simplified bike. There's nothing on it really. It's just the frame, the handlebars, the wheels, and then the you know the chain. That's yeah. moving your bike, and then that's it. No brake. So you, they that's say they have Amsterdam because it's so flat. That they mm-hmm. can just like bike around. You don't really need yeah, like. Different it's big speeds. in New York, and they so, have three speed. The one, the free ones in New York that you can ride uh-huh. the city bikes. They have three speeds. Oh yeah, and that's plenty for. That's even plenty for LA. Yeah, the problem is they get locked into like the low speeds you can't even use because they're so low. Right. So like you'll just like pedal away, and nothing will happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Before you get a bike, you have to look what gear it's in. They're yeah. all in third gear. But if you get one that's in second or first, that means it's a usable gear. Then you can fucking... Right. You got to take those. So they're also big in San Francisco, which is insane. Well, I first started seeing them in Toronto and Ottawa. Ottawa, really, first. What, fixed gears? No, those rental bikes. Oh, oh those city bikes. You start seeing them there. Yeah. Oh, fixed gear bikes. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I think they started in Europe. Paris had them and like Amsterdam. Those cities that really get it. The ones that are like, yeah, fucking cycling. That's a way to... Yeah. That's a way a to get around. Fucking, a little pouch at the edge of this what's it called the wicker basket yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i've never ridden one of those but do, 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 what's do, that do, 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 do. that's what they that's what the music plays when they're bicycling in paris oh yeah yeah and there's like a dog in the basket and he's holding flowers to take to his girlfriend yeah little dog yeah but asterix no what are those what are those cartoons from like France, like the Asterix is a different one. Those are the Vikings. That was like a British one. Yeah, I think Asterix. I don't know what it was. The a French little one dog. Was. This one is the little dog, and they always had balloons. I don't remember. A little black dog. It was just like a little Scottish terrier or something. 
A little Scottish terrier. A little black Scottish terrier. And it was a guy who might have been blonde who was his master, and it was some art thing. It was a, a comic strip, maybe? Yeah, a comic strip. It wasn't the... Um, old-style comic strip. I don't I don't know. Oh, man. It might have been before my time. You're way, oh, no. way older it than me. It was definitely before your time yeah. and before mine. It was from, like, the 30s. Relax. Oh, way back then. Oh, I yeah. definitely don't know. But it, like, still hangs around. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson was doing... Well, he's doing right now. He's doing Kimmel. Mm-hmm. And so he goes, yeah, we tape it, uh, we tape it at 4 o'clock. We're going to meet and hang out afterwards. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, um, I said, what time do you tape? And I was like, do you know what, what where the word tape comes from? Because he's 20 years old. Oh, yeah. he said, no, I don't. And so and he slapped him I couldn't in the face. tell if he was joking or not. It was text. And I goes, no, it's a, it used to be recorded on a different format. It was a spool of like a non-sticky tape. Right. He'd wrap around a, inside of a cassette, and that's what it would record on. And he goes, oh, cool. And but he's I couldn't like, tell if he was fucking with me or not. He probably was like, I don't even care. I have an iPod. None of this. I'll never have to use that technology. But they still use that term tape. They don't use the word record. It's a holdover. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things that don't matter. Yeah. Like when they eventually stopped calling it the silver screen. Why was it called silver screen before? Because it used to be silverish? I don't know. But it was like an old school movie term. Yeah. Or the talkies. The pictures. For a while they called them talkies. No, but nobody when we were growing up said talkies. No, I'm saying way back when, when... when the invention that was a new was, thing yeah. it was talking yeah but eventually it's yeah. not new anymore so eventually they'll just they'll switch from tape to something else yeah the way your mom switched from the first <laughs> reference to the second which punchline uh-huh. <laughs> so then you got back into it though the biking yeah it was like 2007 or something like that and I was like you know what I want to get back into riding a bike man it feels good to do oh wasn't it right about your DUI no, I've never had a DUI. Would you have serious warnings? Um, I got arrested. Like, Those records were expunged. I got arrested <laughs> for suspicion of DUI in 2003. Correct suspicion? Yeah. Oh, yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I was only like 0.08, 0.07. So they, uh, <laughs> they, didn't, uh, they didn't take my license. I was right on the line. Yeah. How old were you? I was uh, 23. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is years later. So, the, or it was maybe 2004. So wait, but then you started not driving a lot more. Yeah, because I, I wanted to get into biking. So what I did was I found an old, like, 21-speed road bike, yeah. like, from the 80s or something on Craigslist. And they were selling, people just always are getting 21 rid of 21-speed? Yeah. Oof. It's like a full, you know, three in the front, seven in the back. I don't know. Um, like, you know those rings on the uh-huh. back that hold the chain? There's yeah. seven of those in the back and three. So with the variables, there's 21 different possible uh, right. speeds. Yeah. So that, that's what makes, like, a 10-speed, you know, would be two, two and five. five. Yeah. Um, and, a, you know. 12-speed, I've seen, too. They go from 10 to 12. That's two and six, or is that three and two? It would be, it's, yeah, usually two in the front and the rest are in the back, or three in the front. Three four, excuse me. Uh, for people that are, like, not uh, really well-versed in cycling yeah that third gear in the front's called a granny gear because then you can get it into super low or high gears where you can like you, spin super fast so that way you're going straight uphill you can still get some yeah yeah you can just coast it'll take you forever but you can do it right yeah that's so, annoying when you get to that one gear in new york where it's like fuck yeah yeah i'm not moving anywhere yeah <laughs> um so i got i found a bike and they were starting to go up in value because a lot of people were taking these bikes like and, yorkies yes and they were converting them into fixed gears. Oh. So that's what I was going to do. I'm like, I'm going to get this old bike. And I got it for like 100 bucks. The guy wanted 120 And I, I knew enough about bikes to be like, well, down. there's rust here. 
there's I gotta fix this I gotta replace that so give it to me for like 90 and he goes uh-huh. how about 100 I'm like deal so I take it and I take it to a place called the Bicycle Kitchen where's that that's on uh, now it's off like Santa Monica and Virgil okay um, and it's this place that you can go to they have these like people that know about bikes they're all volunteers and yeah. you take a bike in and you go hey I need to fix this flat or I want to change my handlebars and then you put them up on this thing on a bike rack, and yeah. then they show you how to do it. Like, they won't touch your bike. They just show you oh, what really? tools to use. Do they charge you for that? No, it's donation-based. Oh, like yoga. Yeah, like, so suggested donation is $7 an hour or $7 a day or So whatever. for an hour of them showing you, you give them 7 bucks, and then mm-hmm. you do it for yourself so you really learn yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, so they'll cool. show you. They'll, they'll go, see that? What's that's that place called? The Bicycle Kitchen. The Bicycle Kitchen. Wow. Yeah, every city has one, a variation of it. Like, the bike like microwave is another one microwave yeah nice yeah i think there's a bike kitchen in san francisco new york definitely has one or two so i took it in there and i was like hey i want to turn this into a single speed a fixed gear bike mm-hmm. and they're like all right cool here's what you got to do and they talked me through every single step i went and got the parts either parts i bought or they have parts there that people just donate that they don't want they're like all right, this is actually you can have it yeah so would you take off two gears and give it to them i took off every gear i took off every single part on the bike and why don't you I, just buy a fixed gear bike? Because those were more expensive, okay. and I wanted to learn how to do it. Oh yeah, I wanted to really get in there and know every part of the bike, and I wanted it to be a project, something like I did. Yeah, because your life was meaningless. It really was. Yeah, because I was just sitting around doing comedy. I was I was booking the, some commercials and stuff, and like, but I was like, I'm not doing much. I need something to motivate me. Yeah. So I did that. And then oh, I built an old this man bike project. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And I built this bike, single speed, 1980s Motobacon. Motobacon? Yeah, it's the brand. It's a okay. French bike. And I won't bore you with details of, of all the stuff I had to do. But, you can do some of it. Um, I went and got new wheels. And they, I mean, this shit can end up costing a lot of money yeah. if, if you can afford it. But you can get wheels that are either aluminum or carbon-based. You can get a fork and handlebars that are aluminum, steel, or carbon. Did they replace the handlebars? Yeah, I got different handlebars because they have the ones that loop forward. Uh-huh. Like so on you don't a, need those on a road bike. No, I just got flat ones. This is the kind you rode to, from San Francisco to LA. No, that was a different one. Oh, okay. Um, that one I used for like city commuting, and I didn't ride it as a fixed gear because there was no real hills. There's such hills here. There's no real hills there. That one? No, I've ridden up that La Cienega from Santa Monica <laughs> to. That's a hard one. To it's hard to walk up. Um, yeah, it's hard the first few times, but then you just get. Str- There's a thing again called building muscle. It's right. hard to walk up because <laughs> I've walked up, and I know when I've done it like ten days in a row. The last few days, I'm way better at it. Oh wait, that's what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I guess that's such a steep hill. You know the one on Sweetser? I used to go my old Corolla. Yeah, and um, it had such a little pickup. It was an automatic mm-hmm. that I couldn't. If I stopped at that light, I couldn't get over the hill. Wow. I couldn't reach the light. I'd be pressing all the way down the accelerator, and I would just be still. I would have to jettison like like uh, like groceries and stuff. I yeah. throw out the window. <laughs> you gotta, the, we need to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> or I would have to go grip. to the bottom, time it out, where I see them like the light stop the other way, and mm. then like there was like sixty seconds exactly or right. forty seconds exactly. Then I have to start speeding up. And That's hope hilarious. Change, yeah. So after I built the bike, I was like, uh, I'm going to start riding around to more places than I would normally. Yeah. And I realized after a little while this is after the DUI though. The, Years the after, of, okay, yeah, but yeah. You, didn't you start driving less when you got it? The the suspicion of DUI. 
No, I just stopped drinking and driving altogether. So if I was going to come, let's say here, you get a cab here. I would either take a cab with the bus. It goes literally right down Sunset. Yeah. Takes twenty minutes. Or I'd carpool. Mark Ellis and I used to carpool a lot. Yeah. Because we'd we'd always have spots on Fridays and Saturdays, and we're like, let's carpool. We can drink and we can share a cab home if we want. But Ellis was like, he he would drink and drive. He didn't care. <laughs> so you're like, cool. You drink and drive. He was always time, driving. Went, yeah. God, Ellis loves drinking and driving. Oh, dude, we would try and talk him out of it, and he was like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, you're you get gonna thoroughly get angry. And I'm like, you're talking to a guy that got arrested for it. I spent ever- a night in a drunk yeah. tank. But he never got caught, did he? Never got caught. Wow. Some people do, some people don't. So a lot of people just get lucky. Red Band, he's the same one. You always tell the mm-hmm. dude, you should not be driving. Ah, fine. Ah, I mean, just come on, man. Yeah. And he's just like, he's slurring his speech. Yeah. Like mine wasn't even fucking bad. It was just wrong place, wrong time. What place? In a place where they eject drunks at the wrong time is when you were drunk? It was empty freeway, 3.30 in the morning. The only car on the road on the freeway was a cop on his way home. Really? Yeah, he was a street cop heading home. What do you mean street cop? And I I swerved out of my lane because I fell asleep. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm telling you, it it was just wrong place, wrong time. It was... I was here... And we were having some drinks, and then I went to Jay Larson's birthday party in Venice, and I even said to Ren Azizi and Simone, I'm like, hey, I've had a few drinks, can I ride with you guys? Yeah. We go out there, we have some oh, drinks. I remember Larson's birthday party. Yeah, in Venice at some Oh, bar. yeah, that was that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that party. Years I went with Ren Azizi. Mm-hmm. Probably and Tracy, Tracy was too. There. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that night. Yeah. That exact night. We yeah, come back here. Good time. I had one drink here, and then I was like, I got to stop drinking so I can sober up. And then around three in the morning, I left. I I was still living with my fucking parents. Oh yeah. yeah. So I was driving on like the one thirty four, the two empty freeways. I fall asleep, which I've done a million times just from getting up early and working all day. Oh jeez, your shirt's <laughs> off. This is disgusting. The lightness. This is disgusting. So bright. It's so. Look at all that fat going over your. I can't. I'm sitting down. It's covering your your. Bell buckle. Yeah. It won't if I stand up. Ugh. But yeah, jump up and down. Oh no, there'll be some. Yeah, because you're some fat. Loose skin. No, I just don't have muscles. Look at your tits it. are bouncing. Ew. Dude, when your shirt goes off, you go from forty to seventy <laughs> <laughs> years old. <laughs> okay. Wait till I get chest hair. That's great. That'll be bad. Oh man. I love how old men have that, that boob that like doubles over. Yeah. It's like it's not fat, but it's just so loose that it does that yeah, thing. Their skin is literally like we're done. We've given up. It's like just there's no muscle underneath it at all. So it's not fat underneath it. It's just not muscular. And bu- interestingly enough, that's the kind of body type I like on women. What where their mean? skin is just on them. They don't have any extra weight, but there's no tone. Yeah. It's just jiggly. I like jiggly. Yeah, two-tone is, you know, I mean, it can look good, but sometimes you're like, oh, you got a six-pack? That's Jiggly. Disgusting. Yeah, it's sort of disgusting. So so you would carpool with Ellis. Mm-hmm. Ellis the drunk. Yeah. And one time in, in Columbus with Red Band, we were driving to a restaurant like five blocks away and i was like dude let me drive you're, you're drunk he's like nah <laughs> he's driving his mom's car yeah or something and i was like just let me drive like, ah, I'm, fine. I'm like dude we're going together i'll just be the one driving it's okay mm-hmm. no i'm like i'm not gonna there's no way i'm gonna justify it's a 10 minute walk i'll just walk it it's yeah. cool but i'll just walk it like, yeah again like, so i just wouldn't he let me walk yeah i mean i've had those before i got uh arrested for that i had those like scenarios you're where angry at people for suggesting it stop i'm fine oh yeah yeah well i'm never that but i was like i would just like get in my car i'm gonna drive now let's go to another bar yeah and one night i was driving on a freeway and it was late and there were no real cars on the road and i'm 
and I'm kind of high yeah. and a little drunk. And then I'm driving, and then I'm like, I'm like, dude, just focus on the lanes. You'll be fine. Whoa. We're gonna get there. And then I was focused on the one side of the lane so much that I veered into, into it. it, and then it was in the middle of my car. And I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, focused. And I'm like, oh shit, what am I doing? <laughs> and I go back in between the lanes. It was so dumb. Oh, but yeah, that night I fell asleep and swerved into the center divider, almost sc- hitting a cop. Sc- no, 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 he was behind me. Okay, scraped it. Woke up. the center divider? Yeah. Whoa, those lines on it were from you? Yeah. On, uh, yeah, yeah, I was one of those people. Wow. And then I, I immediately came to him like, what the fuck? And then I look behind me, lights and sirens. And I get pulled over. The you should have waved him on. That would have been great. Say, no, I'm go. all good, man. Go, just go. Te- just test in the car. I work for Toyota. And then <laughs> he comes up to my car. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, officer, I just fell asleep. It's been a long day. He's like... He's like, wow, I can't believe... He's looking at my car. He's like, I can't believe nothing happened to your car. It wasn't like, even scraping? It, the only thing that happened is I got a flat tire. Whoa. It was unbelievable. I'm like, I'm like do you want to get out and look? He's like, yeah. And I get out. I'm like, wow. He's like, so have you been drinking? I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, I had like a drink way earlier, but I'm telling him just it's been a long day. I'm just really tired. And he's like, okay, hold on one second. He's like, I got to call highway patrol because you technically damaged state property or whatever. I'm like, yeah, no problem. They show up. And they're like, hey, so, um, you know, how's it going? We, we heard what happened. Uh, uh, the officer said that he smelled alcohol in your breath, so we're, we're going to have to administer some. he did. So he just used that higher patrol yeah. thing as like, hey, my jurisdiction, but I'll call yeah. somebody else. So they show up. They give me the field sobriety. I do fine. And then they go, what okay. Was the, so what was the test? The test, just your standard, uh, put your hand closer. I've never been in one. Oh, you? Oh, okay. So I just assume I've everyone has. drunk driving pulled out of a car by a cop. Okay. I just assume I know so many people that have. <laughs> So it's surprising that you haven't. So anyway, um, they go uh, put uh, stand stand straight, put one foot out like in front of you, yeah. and then put your hands out, and then like extend your wingspan, and then touch your fingers to your nose, w- right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand. Yeah. And uh, and while you're counting to ten, so they make you do all this shit at the same time. I'm like a fucking sober person. Give me another drink, and then I'll do it. Yeah, it was a little clumsy. Yeah, I'm just gonna um, get right. Yeah, I'm like, can I do a shot before we continue, dude? <laughs> Come on, me out. be a bro. Be a bro. So, <laughs> so they do those, and then they go, okay, hold on. And they walk back to their car, and they get the breathalyzer. And they go, we're going to have to give you this now. I'm like, yeah, cool. Just blow into it as hard as you can. So I tried not to fully blow as hard as I could, thinking <laughs> like, I'll, do it. I'll get these guys. It's the alcohol level. It's not the strength of your I breath. I had no idea at the point. Yeah, me neither. I've and done that go, too on fake ones. Can you just do it a little harder? I'm like, yeah, yeah no problem. So I do it the same, the same strength. And they go, okay, yeah, just one more time, but again, harder. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I do it. And then they go, okay, hold on. They go back to the car. They come back. And then he goes, okay, I'm going to have to ask you to, to step up just away from the, the, the lane here, just you know, so there's no cars hit you or anything. And then I look both ways on the freeway. I'm like, there's absolutely no car. Oh, I'm getting arrested. And uh-huh. then they grab my hands and they go, we're placing you under they arrest. They do that in the freeway. So they asked you to they just, Yeah, they wanted wrong. just me to, you know, they don't know. That's what am I trying to run? Get them away from the door and then throw them out. Yeah. Touch you outside, then stand in his way. Yeah. They're already out. So they cuff me, and they go, we're going to have to arrest you for suspicion of DUI. Oh, how did it feel being cuffed? It was weird. I was cuffed once when I was, like, 13. Have you ever been caught in any sort of, like, any sort of plot to, to overthrow the government or anything like that? <laughs> Idiot. Has, have you ever had any trouble? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were, when you were 15, you were arrested? I was, like, 13, yeah. Wow, for what? We were stealing car emblems off of cars because we thought they looked cool. <laughs> what, hanging up in your, in your lawn? 
no, we didn't know what we were going to do with it. We, we literally didn't get that far. We yeah. were just like, these look cool. We should own them. That's how you learn about repercussions. And then we took a screwdriver and walked around the streets and literally just pried them off of every car we could find. Yeah. Until someone was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then you don't even think about it, right? At that age, you're like, what? Oh. I don't, I mean, yeah, we're like, taking... oh, yeah, we kind of. Like those belong to people. They're, they're bothered. They don't have a thing now. You're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we're I'm like. such a dumb kid. Fuck, you're right. We can't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're not a. No, if you get a screwdriver, it comes right off. Yeah. But but we want them. <laughs> yeah. We, we want to own these. <laughs> yeah, what brats kids are. Yeah. They're fucking brats. Uh, the cops were cool. They, uh, they, they took my car, because normally they tow your car. Yeah, and then um, and then you got to pick it up when they release you. But they were like, "Look, you seem like a nice kid. You're, you're very cooperative. We're going to back your car up, up this on ramp here and park it in this this community college parking lot because there's no school on on Sunday or whatever it was." Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm like, oh, sweet. And like, so you know, we, we we you don't have to deal with tow fees and all that. I'm like, wow, that's cool. Like, but we we are going to have to take you into the station and give you an official breathalyzer. I'm like, yeah, okay. They took me in. They did that. All this time is passing. Yeah. All this time is passing. Yeah. And they gave me the option. They, you can do the blood test or whatever it is or just do it. I'm like, this, we'll just do this. I didn't know either way. They take me in. And on the street, I blew 0.09, 0.08, which is why they had to take me in because I was above the legal limit. Yeah. We get to the station, and that's the official one that yeah. they use in court. I blow 0.08, then 0.07. And the cop looks at it. He's like, all right, man, you, you blew a 0.07, so um, I'm going to give you your license back. Normally, we would have to file this with the DMV. The problem is the cops drive drunk. So they're like, we don't want to punish anyone else for this because we yeah. do the same shit. And it's like, I, I had no priors. Yeah. I seemed like a nice guy. I was being corroborated. I wasn't acting drunk. I hear that's a main thing with cops when they try to say they'll be cool, that they are cool. They're like, I let drunk drivers go all the time with just a warning. And it's like, don't, don't, yeah. don't do that. Don't let them back, back on the street. Yeah. If you seem like an irresponsible right. dick, it's like, man, this- that wind just got me cold. Yeah. I might have to put my shirt back on. Please do that. <laughs> we used to drive me and ingram had this science experiment once on a tuesday i just had my shirt off down there on a mm. warm day and the patio on tuesday it's all black usually just cleared out yeah just cleared out i'm like all right maybe they're leaving so then uh i walked back to the back uh, and i came back there was some black people there and i just had my shirt off just talking to ingram or whatever and the place cleared out again <laughs> and i put my shirt back on filled up with black people what yeah a pasty white <laughs> shirt, like no shirt, yeah, is repellent to black people, or at least to the upscale wow. black people that used to go to that Fat Tuesday show. <laughs> right. <laughs> so by then you blew a point out. That's what my justice teacher taught me in college. Because mm. always take the blood test. Because by then they have to get it out. You got extra minutes. These are mm. key minutes when you're trying to get under a point oh seven. If they gave it to you right away, you would have blown a point oh nine, and they yeah. were like, "We got no choice." But here's the issue with that, though. If they take you to the hospital. Sometimes there's no wait, and you get in right away. Oh, sure. And if you do, and you blow a point on, that's even more concrete evidence. So oh, in really? Court, you get it to overturn if it's just the breathalyzer? You're better off with that because they can re- the law can really fuck with that. They can go, well, they can test its calibration. If it wasn't calibrated in the last however many days, test. they can completely throw it out. So it's very, uh, it, it can be off by point two in either direction. Wow. So in court, they can really fight that more. They say, look, point oh seven, but that was probably a point oh five. It could have been, yeah. And then if you have no prior, so on and so forth, they can really fight it. So he does that and he goes, you know, normally we'd turn this over to the DMV and then they file their own separate thing. And they're like, they'd probably take your license away. We're going to give it back to you. And I'm like, that seems really nice. Thank you. Like, we're going to have to keep you here overnight. They came in there for 14 fucking hours. Oh, no. Yeah. 
And then I got out and I called You're like, my But friend. I'm not drunk now. Why are you arresting me if I'm not drunk? I know. And I called my friend, picked me up, and then I had like I I've talked to a bunch of friends who've had DUIs and I'm like, I need the scummiest lawyer you can find. <laughs> like a DUI lawyer. Yeah. And I found one and he's like, Look, I've been doing this thirty years and I've <laughs> never lost. So I will listen to your case. And if it sounds like I can win it, I'll take it. But if not, I don't no, want to have. I'm not blowing my streak over you. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I'm some Iranian. That sounds great. And he heard it. He's like, this sounds like a a, a no brainer. This is easy. You've had no priors. You were barely over the limit. They gave you your license back, so on and so forth. We'll win this shit. He's like, uh, I'm going to take all this information. I'll call you when we're ready. Yeah. Months go by. And he goes to a preliminary hearing, asks for all this evidence. I don't have to go to that shit. Nice. Then one day he calls me. He's like, hey, in the next three days, we're probably going to go to court. Just so you know, if you have a job or something or you're in school or whatever, just fair warning. I could call you at 8 a.m. tomorrow and you're going to need to show up to court. I'm like, deal. Two days later, I get a phone call, 730, 8 o'clock. It's him. Hey, show up in court. I'm like, what do I wear? He's like, look like a nice kid. Deal. Comb my hair, put on like a nice button down shirt or whatever. I show up and there's like four or five other people that had just finished their DUI or whatever yeah. cases. I walk up. The guy's not even there. She's another lawyer that works for his firm. She's like, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. Uh-huh. I'm like, are you representing me? Yeah. Step up here. Here's what you're saying. Not guilty. I'll do the rest. I say, my name is this. How does blah, blah, blah. How do you plead? Not guilty. She takes over, speaks for two minutes. The judge goes... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no priors. Um, but I'm, I'm going to have to find him, you know, whatever, a few hundred dollars. And one year, a general probation, which means just don't break any laws. I don't yeah. have to report to anyone. But you weren't driving drunk. I mean, they had you not driving drunk. Yeah. And that's essentially the the thing. They, I got a dry reckless. So like a regular How reckless. reckless driving. Okay. So as if I was doing 90. So that's what reflects on my record. Right. You so weren't falling ever, asleep at the wheel. Yeah. So this just they call it reckless driving. Okay. So if a cop ever pulled me over, they would have just seen that. Like, I did. I had a reckless driving. And then he hits the gavel. I walk out, and she's like, uh, okay, we're going to send you the information to pay this fine. She's like, nice to meet you. And then she just walked off, and I never heard from any of them or anyone ever again. Did you have to pay the fine? I paid the fine, and that was it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And by I, I meant I called my parents, parents? and I'm like, I don't have this money right now. How much did the lawyer cost? It was like a few grand. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had all the money I had. I was living at home, but I was working. Yeah. So I had some money, and then I borrowed money from them, and then... Did you ever pay them back? I did. What? They were very mad. They <laughs> yeah, were very upset. Like, you will be paying me back for this. They're like, what kind of piece of shit are you? Um, well, that seems like a trick question, but <laughs> yeah. I'll answer it as best I can. I am six foot four. Yeah. <laughs> The kind that makes mistakes every once in a while. <laughs> wink, wink. Blah, blah. So then you started. Uh, so I, yeah, I completely, I never drove drunk or anything like that. But so years later, I was like, I want to fucking just ride a bike more, man. Driving in the city makes me angry. Yeah. And I, I did. I built that bike. I rode around for a few weeks. And one day I'm like, I'm going to ride to Santa Monica from Los Feliz. And I did that. And I got to Santa Monica in less time than it would take me in in midday to drive in a car and i'm like you know what oh really yeah it's Santa Monica me to where from los Feliz, say vermont and franklin. uh franklin that area yeah. house of pies all that stuff Garbage. fred 62 all that shit good from there to just past the 405 on the 10 yeah 405 in the 10 that the movie area theater is where they play lebowski yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. theater so right past that right when you're entering santa monica that took me 
at the time, 50 minutes. 5-0. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That could be way longer than that. And I'm like... And I'm passing all these cars that are not moving. Yeah, that's lights. You missed like four lights in a row. Mm-hmm. And this is before a lot of cars you could just plug in your phone, listen to all the music in the world. There were mm-hmm. no podcasts. You just had to sit there and fume you with fucking weed rage. In your, in your glove compartment. Right. Wait, when was this? This is 2006 or seven. Oh yeah, you didn't have weed in your glove compartment then. You had yeah, to yeah, deal yeah. With it. Yeah, there was nothing. No yeah, fun. Radio, the radio. Uh huh. Might be commercials on every station. Yeah. So you had nothing. So you just had to sit there, and I'm passing all these cars, and I did that. Once or twice, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck driving my didn't car. Didn't you stink? Oh, yeah. I was sweat- completely sweaty. Oh. I'm wearing literally jeans and my, you know, whatever shoes and a t-shirt and I had a messenger bag with my my bu- notebooks or whatever, a book to read and all that. And at that point, it was the beginning of summer in like 2007 or 8 or something like that. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going to drive my car unless I absolutely <laughs> have to. Really? And from then, every other time, you were just like, I'll just bike Yeah, it. I rode to every every show I did in Auditions. LA. Auditions, I would do that. The shows like the improv and stuff, you would... I went to the improv, I rode here, I rode to... I mean, and every you ride show. back. And I'd ride back home. Dude, how long is the ride back to where your house is? I would, from, say, from, my, here, from here. From Vermont and Franklin to, to the comedy store. When I first did it, it was 22 to 24 minutes. Yeah. And every time I was like, I got to beat this time. Oh, right. So my best time ever was like 13 minutes and something seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. From back here. At the same time, it's Snow yeah. Hills on the way back, right? Yeah. I would race Mark Ellis because after I started doing that, I was like, oh, I'm not going to carpool with you anymore because I'm biking everywhere yeah. now. So he would leave and I go, let's race from here to where you live. He oh, lived. He'd drive and then he would. Yeah. Oh, yeah he lived nice. down Coenga and Franklin at the time. So, and every single time I would beat him home because he would have to look for parking. Oh, yeah. So I would stop at his door, the entrance to his building, and wait. The parking situation adds to it, too. Mm -hmm. Man, those city bikes in New York are so much fun. Yeah. On the way home from the cellar or something, it'd be like, it'd be 27 minutes where I live, 28 minutes. But on bike, it'd be like 12. And then you could see things and swerve in and out. Yeah. Man, I love bike through a city. Dude, it's 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 the best. And this is all with a one speed bike. Walking's pretty nice, too. Walking is good, too. But you can't really do that here. Yeah, it's, it's a one not speed as good. Bike, all that with a one-speed bike. Yeah. You would just go harder when you had to go faster. Yeah, because you only have that one gear. And then you you build strength and muscle. That gear ends up becoming easier. Right, right, right. So then that, I was just, there was, after a while, there was no such thing as a hill to me. I would go ride into the valley and back. I remember once. Really? I rode, what did you do the bike when you got there? I would just lock it up because you, you get oh, you like a U-lock. Bike. What did you have those, uh, what are they called? What's the main brand name of, of bicycle lock? It's um, the one where it's like you put it in this way and then it's got a, a big U. Yeah, the U, uh, U-lock. Yeah, but no, there's a brand name for it. Oh, um, I don't... Think everyone had that one. It was... Uh, they give you money back guarantee if your bike got stolen. They I, would like I'm blanking on the name, but I think that's the one I have. They it's were like, the best ones. Kryptonite? Kryptonite. That's yes. exactly it. Kryptonite lock. I can't believe I can think of it. Yeah, that's the one I have. I have an orange kryptonite lock. Uh, you lock. And you got to go through the wheel too, right? Because in New York, I know they just pull off a wheel. Yeah, well, I, I got a front. story about that shit. I was going uh, to Let's the... Let's hear it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I went to the Bright Spot in Echo Park Yeah. Um, with my friend, and we both rode our bikes there, and we locked them up out Who's front. That? My friend Robert. Okay. And uh, I got two... Is he actually, going to pick you up from jail? No, actually, he was busy. I called my friend Tara. Oh, yeah, that Tara. Asian She's married girl. now, huh? She married with a kid, yeah. Shame. I know. What a shame. I know. Everyone falls apart, man. Um... So we go to eat, and we're like, oh, obviously, let's bike over there. And it's midday. It's 11.30 noon. Let's get some lunch. 
and we lock our bikes up. They have the those like U rails, the U shaped black rails everywhere that that are made for locking up a bike. Okay. So we lock them up there, right on the street, Sunset and Alvarado, near uh, uh, East Sunset of Alvarado. Sunset and Alvarado. Who yeah. sings that song? The uh, Ari Shafir. No, there's a lyric. I have no idea. Eels. Is it really? Yeah, they have a, a new album coming out. Oh, when? Uh, I think soon. It's called The Stories of Mark Oliver Everett or something. Stories. Sunset and Alvarado. It's some song about some girl. Okay. That most of his songs are songs. Past Sunset and Alvarado. I was like, oh, yeah, here's where it is. Um, it might have been from that one, Electroshock. Electroshock Blues. That's a great album. No, no, it wasn't from that. It was a moment before with the Novocaine for the Soul. Oh, that's way. That's early Eels. It might have been on that. But Electroshock Blues was great. That's a great one. The Shoot Nanny was really good, too. The one after Shoot that. Shoot Nanny was good. So he has a new album out, so that means he's probably going to start touring. Start touring. Oh, no, he's on a lot of the music festival lineups I've already seen. Oh, videos. good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should go if he plays in L.A. Okay. Well, oh, you might not be, be here. for like three more weeks. Okay. But I am coming for a week in, uh, in the end of May. Okay. What's that? Top, Memorial Day or Labor Day? That's Memorial. End so of Memorial May. Day, I'm coming for the week at, right after that. Okay. So if he's playing then, absolutely. Yeah, I'll look into it. We'll, we'll see when he's playing. Until June 4th or 3rd when I go to uh, China. Oh, that's right. So what was I saying? Oh yeah, we went to get lunch and we're sitting there eating and shit, and not obviously not thinking about the bikes because it's the middle of the day. Yeah, and they're on a busy intersection. And who could possibly do that? That's where that Mexican place is, right? So it's at Alvarado. Uh, which King one? Taco, right across the street from yes, another one from the la- oh, laundromat where we used to do those o- that I open never mic. Did that. I you never, never did that. Did that? Mm-hmm. I regret it, but yeah, who I got on CNN because of that show. No, uh, Christ- it was Christy. Christy Murphy ran it. Yeah, you got on CNN when they did this. Yeah, they did it. a little piece on it, like comedy in the laundromat, everybody, and they showed clips of us. And when that was a big credit, like, dude, that was on CNN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah but you weren't. <laughs> yeah, like, now nah, I'd be like, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it was you saying a sentence, and it wasn't even a punchline. It didn't say your name. You were literally background. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even a punchline. It was just like this. Yeah. Leaves are more like my time, but yeah. And then I said to her, <laughs> yeah. "So anyway, they do the show every Wednesday." Yeah. yeah, that was that was my exposure on TV for the first time. Wow, my first TV was when I helped them with uh, the E True Hollywood story behind the behind the music for the Comedy Store mm-hmm. or E True Hollywood story for the Comedy Store. Yeah, special thanks Ari Shafir. That was in print. Yeah, for getting all the uh, footage for them from yeah. this video room. And then you paused it. It was so fast when you five. taped it, and then when I taped it, took yes. a picture. Oh yeah, right. Of course, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if I had a camera back then. That definitely oh, yeah. wasn't digital. Like, upload it to Facebook. That definitely wasn't that. Oh, yeah. You can't just screen grab. Yeah, that's probably pre-Friendster. Oh, wow. You're right. Pre-MySpace and yeah. Friendster. All that. I was still an employee employee here. Yeah, the Friendster was before MySpace. Oh, yeah. I never got on Friendster. Natasha had Friendster, and right towards the end of our relationship, I remember getting on it. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay, okay now. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just got to <laughs> check. <laughs> That's me and my friend Robert have a r- long-running thing where any time an ex-girlfriend and comes up. where does that up, come from? From you and Brass and not being okay with it for a long time? No, just just being uh, heartbroken all the time. No. Um, anytime an ex-girlfriend's brought up in any way, shape, or form, we go, are you okay? Or the band Creed. Right, yeah. When they broke up, it was like an are you okay They broke moment. up? They officially broke up? Probably. They Guys, might. let's just go to separate churches. <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah. You have to commute all the way. Let's just go to separate churches. <laughs> we don't pray together. We don't stay together. <laughs> we don't play together. That's what it is. We don't pray together. We don't play together. And they're like, yeah, I know. I know what I'm, this is, I'm aware of this, but I got a family now. Can't keep doing this. What is that, three cigarettes so far on this podcast? Two. This is my second one. Yeah, maybe you have them right beforehand. Did you oh, before one? we started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, how much are you smoking now? Uh, anywhere from zero to half a pack a day. You've gone to zero in a day? 
Yeah, I, I either had cigarettes on you. I either don't smoke or yeah, I always have them on me. And you don't, and you've gone a whole day without smoking. That's great. Yeah, easily. I usually don't smoke during the day. If Only it's something like this, you know, like yeah. hanging around talking. That's how it always be with me. My first conversation on the phone. Mm-hmm. I would like go outside of my deck, mm-hmm. you know, on the you know where that is, like the fucking yeah, uh, and I'd smoke out there. Yeah. It would just get me wanting to do it. Because it was people I talked to at the store, and I associated the store with it. Yeah, yeah. Because even the days I quit, if I go home visit my family, I wouldn't smoke at all there. Oh, yeah. It smelled on me, and just I just didn't need it. And I'd be like, oh, cool. I'm up four, five, six days in. It's totally fine. As soon as I'm back at the store, it's like, yeah. oh, I Boom, boom, boom. Cigarette, cigarette. Yeah. It just went with it. Yeah, I never... It doesn't really cross my mind a lot during the day. I, I'm repulsed by the idea of smoking right when you wake up. Oh, yeah. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, ash in your whiskey bottle. Ugh, it's the, the last before. taste I want in my mouth when I fucking Ugh, wake up. What do you want? Dick. Yeah, nice big smoky dick. <laughs> um, so then, okay, so then how long till after you start riding your bike till you started like, I, I'm going to raise some money for this? That came later. Yeah, how much after that? Um, years. Wait, so the guy just stole your fucking thing at Sunset Navarrado? We, yeah, we finish eating and we come outside and I get to my bike and it's it's gone from sitting straight up to slumped down. The rear wheel is gone oh. and so is the rear brake. And those, they're bolted on. You have to have a fucking wrench. And the brake also was bolted on, the actual brake at the whole setup. And it, But you have to have a little wrench to take that off, too. I'm like, some motherfucking professional bike thief. And no one's going to stop him. No one's going to say, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, they're just going to think, oh, he's working on his, he's or, fixing or something. What, oh, that guy, I think that guy's stealing that bike. We should tell somebody. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. They're gone in a minute. Maybe and, I should tell I did the same thing in New York. I saw somebody I thought was just fucking mm-hmm. just clipping a thing. And I kept looking at him. But from across the street, I didn't go over there. I was such a fucking pussy about it. Right. I sort of kept glancing, but I'm like, I don't want any trouble. And then he was gone. And I went back to look to see if the, the tires, the um, not the tires, the chain was snipped. Because they have mm-hmm. chains oh, yeah, there. Yeah. And no, he took the chain with him, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, now even those big chains, they use like Freon or that anti-free, something, whatever. To, to crack them? They can freeze it and crack it open. Oh, my There's God. always a way, dude. There's always a way. But I get there, and it's gone. The fucking wheel and the brake, and I'm like... Robert's Fuck bike too? Me. No, his bike was, was <laughs> fine. Mine was better. It, it had the more desirable parts. Like that rear oh, wheel has the that the the chain thing in the back. Yeah, it's called a cog. And if you have one of those or or two of them, one on each side, because you can flip the wheel, and then there's like an either smaller or bigger one. So if you want to switch your gear, that's how you switch a gear on a fixed gear. Oh, forever they'll fix it. Yeah, so you oh, right. flip it over. It's called a flip-flop hub because the thing is a hub. So you flip it around, and then you can switch your gear. If you're stronger or weaker or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So those are more desirable. So everyone's always going to steal your rear wheel. And I had to just fucking call a cab, and I had to request a van cab so I could throw my fucking bike in there wow. like a fucking asshole. Your used fucking carcass of a bike. Yeah. It was so humiliating. Fucking day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from then on, I learned, I'm like, I got to lock it with a U-lock, and I got to get one of those cables and lock the whole fucking thing. So you got to get the front tire, the back tire. You got to get both tires in? You used and to just be front tire and, and body, or back tire and back body. Back tire and the frame, yeah. Back tire and frame. And now yeah. you got a front tire, too? Yeah, you just get one of those cables. They're like 10 bucks. So you wrap that through. It goes through everything. Yeah, you can you can lock the back tire and the frame, and then you just you wrap the cable through the U-lock and the front tire. It's, it takes like a minute. That's too long. Um. Well, it'll take longer for you to walk home from wherever because no. your bike got stolen. I won't get it stolen. My car must So I did that for four, four or five straight months. I, I, I think I used my car two or three times because I like if I had two auditions in a day and the time, I literally couldn't make it on a bike, oh, right. I'd have to drive. Yeah. Um, or if I was going uh, driving to San Francisco, San Diego for like a road gig or wherever. Yeah, 200 South La Brea to like the Zydeco Studios. Where is that? Is that Santa Monica? 
No, it's on like Ventura, past the one with the old hand. Oh, way out there, yeah, yeah. That'd be a tough one yeah. to make on a bike. Yeah, or or uh, fucking Ocean Park Castle. How was it driving on streets and stuff? Did you ever have car problems? No, I was kind of a... F- a, I was an idiot, and I was kind of like reckless. Did you wear a helmet? No, that's wow. where I was an idiot. Yeah, that's what they do in New Here, York. Nobody wears those helmets because it's just... Because also, bikes. when you're riding those single-speed fixtures, it's way cooler to not, yeah, dude. Get one of those cycling caps. Here's how dumb I was. I would cycling never... Cycling caps. I remember mm-hmm. those. A little, a little painter hats. Yeah, a little tiny bill. Yeah, know? cycler caps. So for me, I'd never wear a helmet, and I, I got to the point where I'm like, dude, I want to listen to some fucking tunes, dude. And these cars are so loud, and I would just... Just listen to full blast music. Wow. I was at risk of getting hit so many times. One day I'm riding down Fountain and uh, in the middle of town at 3 or 4 p.m. Traffic's getting kind of heavy. And I'm sitting up on my phone yeah. riding my bike. And this lady, and I'm going slow. So it kind of ended up working in my favor because I'm talking on the phone going slow. This lady decides to speed up a little and turn right. Speed up a little and turn right. Okay. And she didn't see me. So as she's turning right, I just smacked right into her. And I didn't fall because I got my foot out of the pedal cage, and I, I the, my leg like broke my fall, but I kind of tripped off the bike. Yeah. And then she gets out, and this is like older Asian lady, and she's freaking out. <laughs> and she looks at me. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'll take you to the hospital. I'll pay for a new bike." She started <laughs> offering all the shit. And had I been an asshole, I could have been like, "Oh yeah, new bike. It's broken." Armenians would yeah. have done that. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I look at the bike, and I'm like, "Lady, it's fine, but just." fucking look where you're going she's like i'm so sorry you're not used to looking for bikes i know you're like oh there's no one on my right because that's mm-hmm. the, the sidewalk mm-hmm. so i'll just turn you don't even look for people crossing the street you know how when you're looking left to see if anybody's coming and then finally like i'm ready to make a right turn but you have to keep looking left to see the cars are coming yeah and then you get an opening you just start going but there's some guy like yeah this, some dude like, walking ah! his dog and you almost killed the dog and a guy yeah yeah so so i ended up being all right and then um I still didn't learn to wear a fucking helmet like an idiot. Wow. So I did that for like four or five months, and then it, like uh, the fall starts coming, it gets colder, it rains a little, but you start riding less, and then I stopped doing that like I'm going to ride every day, because I proved my point, that I right. could do it. Well, when it's rainy, that's sucky. Yeah. And it would still, even when it was cold, it just became a thing. I learned how much smaller this city was. You could yeah. get fucking everywhere. Yeah. I and it was driving great. home from here at night. I'm like, wait, it took me an hour to get there? This is a 21-minute drive mm-hmm. at 2 a.m.? Yeah. How did it take an hour? Yeah. So I did that, and then um, and then I kind of – biking just became like a recreational whenever kind of thing. You're super into it. Yeah, so how did you turn that into fucking raising money? That came uh, a year ago. I was like uh, – I'd, I'd That's s- the first one you did just now? Last year, that, yeah. that AIDS life cycle ride, yeah. yeah. So – I decided I wanted to. I always like wanted to do something. For and that's San Francisco charity. to L.A. San Francisco to Los Angeles, five hundred and forty-five miles. Wow! On a bicycle, seven days. Um, you don't really think you can beat me in basketball, do you? I do. Come on, man! Absolutely, it's ridiculous. Yep, I will. You ride a bike? You think you beat me in basketball? No, it's because I'm in so much better shape. Did you shape play basketball you. when you were little? When I was younger, yeah. Oh, you did? Recreationally, a lot. Mm, recreationally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. What? Um, you haven't played really in like a few years. You've got at least half court game, 15 man. years of age on me. Yeah, bulk. Um, of what? Might. Might. Wisdom. <laughs> um, you're slower. Um, 
I'm stronger, quicker. Tell you what, I'll make this bet with you. Good. Good. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> we can play. <laughs> okay. Regular rules, you know, losers ball out. Um, I thought it was winners ball out. Oh, yeah, I guess you Yeah, if I score, way. I get the ball. Yeah, out. by twos and ones. Play to 11, win by two. I like to play win by three. Why three? Because then you're tied and you get hit a two-pointer for the win. Nah, it makes it too important. Yeah, that's... You make sure you, you're not, it's not close. It's not like, ah, oh, I was about to come back. I used to go winning by five. By five? Yeah, make sure, like, you've, you've won. You've beaten this guy. There's no question. To me, if you win 11-9, it's like, mm, that's stuff left to be decided. And if that was a fight, scored 11-9 over 20 total points, you're like, that's pretty fucking close. Okay. Well, we're going to have to have a ref anyway. So maybe we'll have to... No, just call your own fouls. Well, it's better to have a ref. No, because then he'll start calling fouls. That- but you know who did a good job was Paul Morrissey. He didn't call a bunch of fouls, and he's well-versed in basketball. Yeah, okay, we get on Morrissey. Yeah, yeah, okay. Loser. <laughs> whoever loses. Okay. No, whoever wins. How do you masturbate when you masturbate? How what? How do you masturbate when you masturbate? Um, let's see. Either, usually in the, like, the shower, in the shower the yeah. yeah. Or just, like, in bed. In bed, how do you do it? Um, Lotion? Towel. No, dry. Dry. Yeah. Towel? What do you do? Towel or like a dirty shirt or you whatever's mop there. mop it up? So you come onto your belly and then mop it up? Or onto a shirt or a sock or whatever's there. Okay. Usually it's like shower because there's no cleanup. That's no, great in the shower. And I'm, I shower, the shower every day anyway, so. Masturbating in the shower is like uh, killing a hooker on a volcano. It's a lot like no that. No evidence. Mm-hmm. No evidence. Yeah. Actually, I think a lot about throwing hookers into volcanoes when I masturbate. <laughs> Winner. Let's say it's me because it'll be me. Okay. I come in. I take a sock, turn it inside out. I know this bet. I've heard this bet. Yeah. I want to do it now. <laughs> then I turn that back inside out, hand it to you, and that's your sock for tomorrow. Okay. You, but you got to wear it all day. You can't yeah. be like, well, I haven't gone out, so I'm not wearing it. Well, no. I know that you, you have, have to start before noon. With the sock on. Yeah, I'll fucking put it on and then I'll... Two dr- socks. I'll drive to your place and show you I'm wearing it. Two socks. Yeah, both socks. Okay. Yeah. I'll make that bet with you. Yeah. That you'll beat me in basketball. Yeah, I'm fine. You don't fine. seem like you care about that. I'm fine. No, here's why I don't care. Because you seem like you want my cum sock on because your Because I'm going to beat you. Nick, you've never played. I have played. <laughs> when you were little, bro. It was when it was BBK. <laughs> BBK? Basketball, baseball, kickball, some thing that mr marker used to teach us when we were no we played like just recreationally as teenagers and shit and i played ymca basketball for a couple <laughs> years yeah <laughs> uh, get jesus involved um i beat kevin i massacred kevin, kevin recently it wasn't a skateboarding competition yeah he would have beat me at that that's where your hubris comes from because you beat little kevin no no it was before that no it was after that because he claimed he was great He's like, oh, I'm fucking, uh, I used to play, I used to beat Steve Howie, who's like my height and my size. You're being ridiculous. And I was like, dude, you're on, motherfucker. Beat him How about I get to one. dress you for a month? You what? I bet I get to dress you for a month. But what? we already made the bet. In my clothes. We haven't done anything yet. Well, look, he's going back on his bet. We could change the bet. Someone's worried they got to wear my cum on their shoes. <laughs> no, I want something that you'll Dude, I cum over, so much, And it too. sounds like you want my cum on your fucking toes. Well, it's not going to happen. I come okay. so much. Let's, it's going to be all over those socks. <laughs> so you turn it inside out. And I'm even going to not jerk off for like four or five days before. Fine. So it oh, just, yeah. You'll be able to do that. It just soaks. Yeah. The socks. I'll do that. And they're going to be thin socks. There's no way, man. <laughs> like Let's, dress go right socks. Now. Let's go right now. You can play in your dress shoes. You can play in your Clarks. <laughs> yeah. And my Red Wings. My fucking feet are bleeding. Are those shit. Red Wings? Yeah. I heard they were comfortable. Those seem uncomfortable. No, they're very... When they break in, they're so comfortable. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was okay. the sound of you hitting my boot. 
With the microphone. With the microphone. I don't know what I was testing to prove. So then you start going the aid cycle. Let me ask you a question. When you drove these long distances, either in country or cross country, off, mm. off, whatever, highway driving or just city driving? It was all... No, no, I'm saying either one. But either you're driving across the city to Santa Monica or when you're driving oh, from here. San Jose yeah. to, to L.A. Mm-hmm. Did your ass get this special kind of smell, like a sort of a greasy smell no. that would be like you could almost wipe without shitting and you'd be like, oh, there's some like darkness on here. No, it would just get really sweaty. Your ass. Your, your whole body, dude. Right. You'd like, you, I'd have to peel my shirts off of me. Because it's like 80 or 90 degrees, and I'm wearing just T-shirts, and I'd have my messenger bag on. It would just be this giant circle. If I go on a long walk in the heat, uh-huh. like if, I'm in, if I'm in, like, I was doing it once in Scottsdale, and I just drove, like, walked around. It was like 105, but it was all dry. Yeah. But man, my ass, just a sweat that would go down the ass crack. Yeah. Yeah, is- I don't sweat too... It's not crazy. But, I mean, by the time you're already sweating and you're riding for two hours, you stop thinking about it. Yeah. But also on these, like, for example, this AIDS life cycle ride, and when you do serious road cycling, you're wearing that gear. You're wearing the the spandex shirts and and shorts. So the sweat doesn't matter because you don't feel it, and it's the clothes you're wearing are meant for that. So you're not like, oh, my shirt, or oh, I feel weird. You're like, this is a part of it. It's like when you're hiking or working out. Is breathable stuff? stuff It's very breathable, yeah. So it doesn't attract. When I was skiing, it was like that. It was like you want stuff that doesn't soak because if Mm -hmm. you're wearing a t-shirt on the bottom level, you'll sweat. Yeah. When you're like, you know, skiing hard and then, uh, and then I'll just get soaked and yeah. get freezing. Yeah. It's super breathable and like it, it kind of wicks the like water away. So it never gets too like wet and gross. Yeah. How many uh, gays were on the AIDS life cycle? Seven. Seven gays? Seven days. No. Oh, gays. Gays. Yeah. Dude, thousands. Was it mostly gays? It was mostly gays. There was even a night where after every, every day on the ride, uh, they set up a giant like dinner area with all these like picnic style tables and stuff. Yeah. Um, under this giant thing, and they have a stage and they do announcements and, and all the shit. And then on like day four or five, they uh, the, the president of the, of one of the foundations was like was talking about um, all the people that are on the ride, and he had a conversation with this girl that was saying like, yeah, I really thought I'd meet like a, a guy on this thing, <laughs> but like, but every dude is like gay. I keep meeting all these hot guys, but they're all gay. And then she goes, um, she goes, okay, I know for a fact that not everyone's gay or lesbian on this ride. All the straight people that are here right now, please stand up. Come rail this girl. Come, and, yeah, yeah, team yeah. Come run a train on this bitch. No. <laughs> um, so all these people stand up. And it was out of 2,200 and something people, you know, hundreds stood up. It was like, I think it was about maybe 25, 30% straight. Wow. Yeah. Was there... I mean, okay, so you dr- you drive all day, bike all day, mm. ride all day? Ride all day. Ride all day. Yeah. Until what, sundown or after sundown? You have from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. to complete each day. What? Um, oh, really? And yeah. if you don't, you're out? They have like a, a sweeper van, a, a sweeper bus that's at the very end, and they pick up anybody after 6 that isn't able to finish. They throw you and the, the bike on, and they drive you in. And you go to the next stop? Yeah, you go to oh, the, okay. that day's campsite. Did you? How long of the? How long of that was actually like pedaling, or could you stop? Like, if you had to do straight, how long would it take? Twelve hours or like uh, eight? Depends on the day, because every day was anywhere from sixty to one hundred miles. Okay. So you could do it in five hours, four or five so hours. You could stop and get something to eat and stuff. There's a rest stop every fifteen miles. On the highway. On just on the the, the route because okay. they, they they create a route you know so you can stop and get some food or do some shit you can literally and stop you'll still be fine you'll still be there before six 
Yeah, you can do technically you can do whatever you want. You can you can go off the route, you can stop at a restaurant if you want. You go off the route and go some other way? Yeah, if you want. But as long as you end up back there by six PM. Yeah, you can. People go like, Oh, there's a really cool um coffee place or there's a cool restaurant I want to go have lunch at. You can you can go do that. Do people do shit at night after you finish writing, or was it just pretty much like take a bath and go sleep? You would be surprised how fucking quiet that campsite is by 9 p.m. Oh, campsite. Oh, yeah. It's a giant campsite. Wait, how would you sleep? In you the have tent? tents, yeah. Who carries your tent? They provide tents. They put them all on trucks and oh. the trucks go down and meet uh, you. to the, ne- yeah, the next day. So there's like a whole team that's breaking down the site that you're at that setting morning. Setting up new tents? And there's another team that's already on the way down to that day site setting that up already. Oh, it's not the bikes. That, so you bike. show up. There's a bike valet. Everyone parks their bikes. And there's security people are watching it overnight. And then you go to these giant trucks and then you that are alphabetized. Yeah. And you show up and they give you your number and, and a letter. And you go to that corresponding truck. You get your tent. and you Single-person tents? They're, uh, you share them So you and a tent mate You can request solo You can request random tent mate Or a friend How much grinder action Was there on this? Um, I don't know that Anyone even had Used a phone Oh Because there was Barely anywhere to charge them Was there any How much gay fucking Was going on? I did I would be surprised If there was that much Because There No one was up past nine You're right. so tired Yeah it's like you're you're you, there's mobile showers like they have at Coachella and all those festivals those are the same ones yeah and um and you everyone walking to the showers is literally like hunched over just yeah. like uh it's four, three or four p.m. and you're just like uh yeah. all you want to do is eat sit get a massage or like use your roller and when massage I stopped your in Vail it was like and it was like eight a.m. was the first lift and three mm-hmm. thirty p.m. was the last lift up so mm-hmm. you catch that at three twenty you can ski till like four thirty yeah you know you go all the way up and then all the way down um. But then you get back, you're like, oh, I'll hang out in the bar and you know, see if there's any chicks around. And, mm. you know, but then it's like, uh, I just get like a glass of wine in my right. room and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm finished. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they, they flirt. I got hit on a bunch, you know, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, it is nice. Um, with like, hey, sexy, nice shirt. You're oh, like, well, we're thanks. Li- we're literally all wearing the same type of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, it's oh, something it's- I'm saying to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't was- mean it. You know what was really fascinating about of being with like that many people all like a part of that community in one way or another is the way like some guys would hit on you but then some guys would like immediately know if you were if you were straight or gay how would they know i don't fucking know but i'm sitting down at this one table one day and this guy comes up he starts being kind of flirty and I, you know, mentioned something about like, oh, this hot girl that I, whatever. You kind of drop something that you're yeah. not gay and they go. <laughs> to help them out. And they kind of go, oh, yeah. You let them you're know. you're a dude, you know it sucks. Yeah. You don't know and you've been hitting on a girl forever. Yeah, and then she drops, oh, I have a boyfriend after you, you bought her three drinks. You You fucking bitch. Yeah. No, it's never like that. So then one dude sits down and he's like in his 40s or something. A lot of people were older, 30s, 40s, and, yeah. you know, they're adults, like professionals, you know. He sits down and he's talking to somebody uh, across from us. And then he, he's mentioning something about, like, dating whatever. And then he looks over and points at me. He goes, but straight boys like you don't have that problem. And I'm like, what? I hadn't said a word. Yeah. I had just sat down and was listening to their conversation. And I go, yeah, how the hell did you know that? <laughs> and he goes, honey, you can just tell. Oh. And I'm like, wow. They just, it was just weird. Yeah, something about it. Remember Huck yeah. Finn when he was trying to... Uh 
Were you raised in this country? I was, yeah. You didn't have to read Huck Finn? I read it when I was like 11. I forgot it. Um, um, I think I read 20 pages and faked a book report. Then you got more into like reading manifestos. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah. The anarchist cookbook. Yeah. The Jolly so Roger. Say cookbook. when they throw something to you. This girl, Huck Finn was just as a girl, and she threw something to him, and it was landing like on his lap. Yeah. So he closed his leg to catch it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, boom, uh-uh. Chicks will open up their legs. They're so used to wearing skirts, so that uh, creates like a pouch. Yeah. People can tell. There's stuff you don't realize yeah. when you're putting out. Hey, yeah. quickly, what, what do you want to promote before we get to the end of this? We're not close to the end. We've still got like 30 minutes left. But like, Oh, when does this come out? I don't know. Maybe this week. Maybe Monday. Maybe oh, a week from Monday. Coming Monday. Um, stockpile a bunch in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have anything special coming up. Ex- well, your I mean, podcast is called? Uh, my podcast with Kevin Christie, uh, who is second place in the one I'm on basketball thing versus me. Just so everyone's clear. <laughs> Come on, man. It's called, uh, really as will Ari, will be second I place. I play basketball, dude. I played. You used to. All through um, high school. But I mean, I know how to play. Keep talking, old man. Uh, <laughs> God. Get ready to wear my cum socks, motherfucker. Oh, you're so dumb. My my podcast is called Occasionally Awesome. Uh it's on the All Things Comedy Network, as is yours. Oh yeah. Uh allthingscomedy.com. Yes. We're starting a Pandora page. And subscribe channel. to Al was telling me to tell people to subscribe to the YouTube page, All Things Comedy YouTube. All Things Comedy YouTube. Yeah, they have a YouTube account. And they're giving away prizes now. There's like a contest you can enter. Oh that's so nice. we said to make sure to mention that. Are you going anywhere in a month? Do you have any gigs in a month? Um, I don't think so. I have uh, a La Jolla coming up, but you know how it is here. How do you make money to survive? I mean, I I live in an apartment with a roommate that I haven't spoken to in 14 months. That same place? Yeah. You have a roommate there? Yeah. The same thing with the with the with the um, smoke filter over the stove. Yeah. That place. I've lived there for like. Uh, Who's been the roommate? Four years. My friend Chris. Chris who? Chris that I used to hang out with here all the time. Oh right. Yeah, yeah him. What happened to the guy from Aqua? That's the same Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. But yeah, we live together. We haven't, we're not getting along. So we haven't spoken in a long time. But I can't afford to, you know, have another <laughs> oh, no when you're living with a girl that you break up with. Right, right. I've never Or got- if you're a girl, you live with a boy, and then you have to fucking break up. You don't hate them any more ever than that. Right. When right. you break up with someone, that's when you hate them the most. Right. And not only do you have to see them, you have to see them doing well. Mm-hmm. You have to see them in this moment of like happiness. Yeah. Oh, that would be horrible. <laughs> that would just be horrible. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything for uh, like a month. I'm I'm so going to live? fucking you live? Seattle you live? this week with who? With Bobby. So at how do you? Parlor. How do you? Oh, that'll be fun. I'm waiting until they open a downtown room. Then I'll go back there. Oh yeah, because it's across the Brits in Bellevue. Yeah, I don't right. want to fucking go there to play. And they're like, oh, it's Seattle. It's like all these clubs that aren't in the actual city. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. I want to play the fucking city. Um, Doesn't matter. Your leg hurts. My from knee. Sitting too much. You're gonna beat me in basketball from sitting too much. Your leg sore. Um, from sitting too much from yeah from having my leg crossed over the other for a while your fucking leg falls asleep that if won't be a problem if you pain to have your leg crossed over wait till I cross you <laughs> dude I'm going to win this game you don't even know I've been studying the UTEP's two step for fucking weeks you're ready studying for <laughs> there's like footage of me playing basketball somewhere I'm gonna bring out trick moves on you um so oh another thing I learned about the um It'll be over so fast. The what would be over? This game. Oh, it will not be over that fast. Why? How long did you and Kevin take to 11? Um, 15 minutes? 10 minutes. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Fast. Yeah. Oh, it won't be as fast as you and Kevin. No, no, no. I mean, I beat him 11-1. <laughs> and he was up one nothing too. Yeah, he scored so the he first point. So he probably still thought he had a chance up until 4-1. to one. At one nothing, he was like, oh, yeah. At 1-1, one, one, it's like, all right, still got a tie. 2-1, right, right. like, whatever. I'm down one. He's caught up for more than this. Mm-hmm. At 3-1, you're like... 
okay, but I can get it here. I'm just mm-hmm. down to plenty of – and at four to one, he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was at 5-1, and then I was like, I need a two-pointer so I can take a little break. <laughs> and I took it, made it. I'm like, all right, 7-1, comfortable lead. Um, but I was mad when he scored that point because I was going for a shutout. Yeah, yeah. He scored that first one. I was like, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I mean, do you even know how to dribble? Of course I know how to fucking dribble. But do you dude. know how to or you just yeah. know what it looks supposed to look like? I did. I, I'll, be, I'll be fine. <laughs> just get ready. We're not for, playing with the soccer ball, bro. Just get ready <laughs> for a real load rules. of my hot fucking cum. My hot Lebanese no, it's cum. It's not hot. It gets crusty overnight. <laughs> gotta wear it. Um, uh, okay, so back to this podcast. So you're driving down. So was there anything to do? It was just camping every night. You just camp. Yeah, you camp. You sit around the, the, the dinner uh, thing and you kind of talk and they give announcements and shit and then you just kind of hang out. But you're, dude, you are wiped. fucking wiped yeah. by eight. I went to sleep before nine every night. And you know what time you have to get up? Five in the fucking morning. Wow. So it's like there's nothing, there's some socialization going on. Yeah, nothing I learned about. It's not socialization. So, oh, you're right. That's a different meaning altogether. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, so many gay dudes are such hacks. What do you mean? Like, you know, like every, a lot of people, you have like your gay friend who's like funny. Yeah. And they say all like, they say basic a lot and go, oh, get it, girl, all that shit. Yeah. They all do that. Oh, it's so annoying. So many of them are funny in that exact way. You're like, that's you how a lot of black comics are too. Where you're like, you're not giving me any unique experience. You're giving me the basic black experience. Yeah. And I'm supposed to laugh for that. You dropping an N bomb because you're like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm supposed to laugh, but I'm only laughing because you're saying it in a full, cool, yeah. unique way. But that's what all of you do. Yeah. And in the last 10 years, people are like, oh, everyone has a gay friend now. And yeah. they're like, it's so novel. No, they're lazy. Lazy. Step up your game. Gays. Yeah. So your game, spelled G-A-Y-M-E. Literally, by day three, I'm like, they're all making the same jokes in the same way. Oh. It's like they all read the one book on how to be, how to, how to yeah, maximize how to be gay. your gay funniness. Yeah. And that's what they all do. Because like, you're a bunch of hacks. Oh. My homophobia <laughs> is just, don't be a hack. Yeah, it's not homophobia. <laughs> it's just anger at the homo- homos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a comedian, I was offended. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get that. I understand that. Um... <laughs> Dude, how I fast s- could you go when you go like what miles per hour straight away? How fast could you go? Uh, when you have a tailwind, which is when the wind's coming from sure, behind okay. you, you can get pretty fucking fast. Well, like miles per hour. If there's no wind, straight. How Thirty. Fast you go? The fastest I got was like thirty-four with no wind and a straight. Oh no, not no wind. No wind uh, into the twenties, somewhere at twenty-five. Twenty-five, and you can get nine miles an hour more with a tailwind. Dude, the wind pushes your ass. Wow, and if it's at you, it pushes you back, right? Yeah, I mean, I imagine that feeling where you're, you're like, oh, this fucking wind. Imagine yeah. that shit helping you. It's amazing the, the wind strength. kicks that. When I'm going a slight downhill in New York and I can coast for a block or something, it's yeah. like, oh my god, this stops me. Yeah, this will completely stop you. Yeah, you want fucking tailwind. We had a tailwind on on the longest day, which was 109 miles. Yeah, we're at mile 95 or whatever, and you're like, oh, I'm so tired. Then you get a tailwind, you're like, oh, I got all this energy. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, it's the wind. Uh, and then I'm flying straight. 100. And what can you do with tailwind downhill? How fast could you go? 45, 40 you something. Go 45 yeah. miles an hour. I remember the on the the midpoint, you get to like the top of this mountain. Yeah. And there's a sign that says halfway to LA. Everyone takes pictures and shit. After that, you ride down down a mountain for literally 25 minutes. It's just downhill because you were uphill before. Yeah, you cl- you literally you're climbing mountains. Oh yeah, a lot of that is that when you when I'm yeah. a, when I got an automatic is that a bird or it's a bag. bag. American when I was uh, when I have a auto, I mean stick shift and you get mm-hmm. it to this, like certain ones you're like fifth gear can't go up this much you like start to lose speed you have to go down mm-hmm. to fourth or something yeah. 
Yeah, those are long. Those are long uphill yeah. stretches. Dude, nothing feels better because you're going up this mountain. You're like, oh, God, oh, God. And you get there. That feels great because you conquered a mountain. Then you're coasting down for 30 minutes. There's no cars anywhere. You're just there's going. no cars. How do they do that? How do they make sure there's no cars? They pick here? roads where there's like very, very few cars and stuff. Because oh. we, when we go up to San Francisco and back, it's 101 or the 5 or whatever. This is all back roads. You're oh, going through really? wineries. Oh, that's cool. It's the most beautiful fucking scenery in the world the scenery driving up there is pretty good when you get on 152 yeah like on the way to Casa de Fruta imagine right? all like, roads so nice like that with those hills and the, and mm-hmm. the, and the rocks and, and stuff. even in, in roads where there's even Rolling. less you're going through farms wow. just tractors and just it's fucking farmland and wineries so at the bottom of that mountain by the time you nice. get to the bottom the next thing you see is the fucking ocean Oh really? So you're going through all these mountains, and then boom, That's Pacific how the Ocean. Found it where it's like I don't know. Yeah. Whoa, paradise! And then you take PCH. There are parts where we were literally on the 101. They're really? like cones and shit. Yeah, we're going on the side of the freeway. And there's wow. Semi trucks, and then you feel that wind kind of boost you forward and shit. How much money was raised uh, for AIDS research that year? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I forget. But twenty six something million, a lot. Million more than ever. Wow! It was the Just biggest. Just twenty two thousand. It was from 2,203 people, yeah. 26 million? Something like that, yeah. How much does that break down to per person? Oh, I don't know. The minimum you have to raise to do it is three grand. Whoa. Because some of that money goes into the cost of tents, Bunch trucks. Of centers. Yeah. I raised 15, over 15,000. You had to raise three grand as your minimum? And I raised 15. 26 million. Divided by 2,203. 11,800 per person. Oh, that's not crazy enough. So you got above the average. Yeah, most people just do the three or maybe five. So you're five. most likely to get AIDS then? I wanted to be in the top top 20 Southern California fundraisers. That was my, really? my goal. And I was. 18000 15000 $15,050. And I broke 15000 on the drive up the so day before. You? Yeah, because I was fucking fundraising every single day. I'm like, I'm not going to stop until orientation day the day before. Why'd you want to be that? Because I just... I, did you I, care about the cause at all? Or was, absolutely. Or was that's you, why, you that's came? mostly why I did it. It wasn't just to do the biking? It, no, that was the reason I picked that charity because I'm like, oh, I'm a big f- fan of biking and I'm an avid cyclist, so I'm picking that one. Oh, right. As where some people are runners, they'll pick a marathon. But some guys are like, I want to do something that aids that goes to AIDS research. Yeah, I want to... Oh, but you could do really... I, for a lot of marathons, you could just raise money for whatever you want. Yeah, they do AIDS walks, too, where right. you just walk however many miles, but you ask people for money. And- do you guys look down on them? Who's, oh, the cyclist? Yeah, I uh, look down on walkers. Yeah. Oh, you walked for your AIDS research? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I rode from San Francisco to here. Remember Pete Gray's old joke? No. He was like, yes, I, I would like to give money to the AIDS research, <laughs> but I need you to ride for it. <laughs> ride 100 miles and I'll give you the money. Right. It just becomes, it, it gives more people motivation to donate. Yeah. Because you're like, I don't know about AIDS research. You're like, dude, if you donate, it'll man. It'll help me get through this. It'll the, help me get. And they're the, like, wow, you're doing that? Post pictures. I want to hear all about it. It just, it's, it just gets it's people. It's part of the to, real dream. It gets it's people fun. to give money, yeah. And but that was why I wanted to do it. I wanted to do something. I didn't want to be that asshole that was like, one day I'll do something for charity. Yeah. Because then it's like, now I'm that dick that keeps saying I'm doing it, and then I'm not doing it. I'm like, yeah. fuck that. I'm doing the hardest one I can think of. Oh, I've got a better way. Just don't say I'm going to do something for charity. And then yeah, but it becomes a problem. But dude, that thought kept nagging me. Oh yeah, no, if you want to, I want to not be selfish, man. I don't want to be a fucking. It's pronounced shellfish, and it's delicious. If you prepare they are, it right, they are pretty oh. good. Yeah, yeah. Don't be one though. Lobster when it's already broken. Oh you know, yeah. Like, you just fucking scoop it out. Oh yeah. This breaking is like. I'm like, that's how the rich do here. it. That's how the rich do. They have poor people cracking. Some the... poor person with bloody hands yes, from breaking lobster. And you're it like, wasn't yeah. all bad. Yeah. The whites had wow. better lives. 
Oh, that was a tough movie. Um, I didn't see it yet. <laughs> you didn't see it? No. Oh, it's available. I have it on my computer if you want. Well, I have the, I, my friend's going to let me borrow the, uh, screener? the screener. I haven't but gotten a screener in five years. So yeah, I haven't gotten a few years too. But my friends in the fucking producers guild, you get everything. Fucking fifty. Yeah, the nominating committee is what you got to be on because then you get everything that might be. Dude, he had a stack of movies. I'm like, I've never seen anything like With that. Torrance is not that impressive anymore. Yeah, that's true. But I used to love that we get a one plus one to a movie. Right. You actually anything that might be nominated in the future for a SAG award, right. you would get a plus one to go to that movie. Yeah. Except for at a few movie theaters, but generally right, yeah. in the, right in the back of the newspaper when it said it would show all the unions, you just go in, mm-hmm. you get to real things. Yeah. It's kind of not fucking fair. It's not fair. See, these are the complaints that we have. That's why I did that's it. How life is tough as an actor. Yeah. We don't get free movies. Yeah. That's why I did. It. That's why I did that run. Yeah. Um, other uh, people suffer. <laughs> Let me give my time. Are you going to do it again? I was thinking about doing it again this year, but I'm... Maybe take a year off, because you got to do all the fundraising stuff is the harder part, it would seem like. It, yeah, it was. People actually get that. It was, because that took... I started in mid-March, and by June 1st, I had raised all that money. So some people start fucking at Christmas. Wow. So they were already hitting me up. How like, much hey, did Bobby give you? Bobby didn't. Wow, really? Yeah, he uh, he forgot, and he's like, "Oh, next time I'll do it." I'm like, "Yeah, you you will." You gotta have something to actually purchase right then. Like, if ever Kevin has an art show, he Bobby will right. buy something because he's like, "Oh, I can get things." Yeah, dude. I mean, you, I was I learned a lot about the, the people. Yeah, the people that you know and the people that are make a lot of money versus don't. Yeah. Um, and how quickly some people were like, "Absolutely, what? How much do you want? How much do you need? I'd love to donate." People who make money because they have some. No, dude. There were pe- there were people that don't make a lot of money that were more than willing to give and give more. By comparison to what they made versus people that make a lot. Oh, right. Some people. But just some people are giving and some aren't. And some people aren't interested in charity. And I'm like, that's fine, too. Yeah, I think you asked me. And I was like, well, that's something, even seem like something I'm interested in. Yeah, you at least got back to me. You're like, I'll look into it. And I, I knew you wouldn't. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to... Because after a month, I was surprised by how some people didn't, didn't. So I'm like, yeah. well, you never know. Maybe Ari will surprise me. Maybe so-and-so will surprise me. I figured you wouldn't. But I'm like, I'm still asking him. Sure. And you at least said... I'll look into it. Into and, what? Into donating. Oh, right. And that's all I wanted. At least give me the respect to you know say I'll look into it yeah. instead of just fucking ignoring. What most people give you? 20 bucks? 100 It bucks? ranged from five to... Five bucks. Five bucks. There was a, an anonymous donor who gave me... Because my initial goal... $14,500. No, I wouldn't be great. <laughs> but dude, it almost felt that way. Because first goal was five... Then I wanted to get to ten because I did five thousand dollars in three days. Oh wow! Yeah, I would have just called it right there. Cool, cool. I'm set. I'm nope. in. Because that's not how charity works. You got to work. You got to put in the effort. You got to. Except that is how charity works. If you don't put in the effort, you'll still have right, right, the 5, right. Thousand. But real charity, you got to sacrifice your time. I don't think that's what real charity. If is. I stopped after three days, I wasn't really sacrificing time because it was a piece of cake. So what? Doesn't mean it's not charity. So I'm like, I need to so work Bill harder. Bill Gates gives a million dollars to fucking. Uh, he can give more. It's still charity. Yes, but it's not as charitable. So anyway, I got to like eight thousand <laughs> eight hundred. Yeah, and I'm like, man, I wonder if I'll get to ten thousand. And then someone donated the rest up to ten thousand. It was over a thousand, one twelve hundred bucks. Who was it? Do you think anonymous? You don't have any idea. No. How do you know? Did you have set up a thing? You set up a thing where you get it tells you who donates and you get an email because you can respond. Do they have to pay right then or do they get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes. It comes out of your account. Your thing. Yeah. Right okay. Um, so uh, it was an later. anonymous person, and they left a message. What was the message? The message was like, "This is a really at noon." 
on July first, right. two thousand seventeen. I will bury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will kill you. <laughs> it was just, it was just some some person that was like, "Hey, this is a really you know great thing that you're doing. I've known people that have done this before. It's it's really great. Be safe. Good luck." And thank you. And oh, it wow. was just. And then after I hit ten grand, I was like, "Cool, I'm upping it to 15. Wow! And then I got to fifteen. Dude, I had I got mad when I was riding bikes in New York. When I started getting angry, at first I was like real nervous, and then I was like, oh, "I was fine," because they have bike lanes set up. Yeah, you know, and the cabs are really cool. They have turn signals for bikes only, mm-hmm. and then for people. So, but somebody was block, making a left hand turn lane and just blocking the box. So I yeah. like go around them, and I was realized I was like, "Oh, I'm becoming too much." And I just went to his rearview mirror and just turned it in. Yeah, as like punishment. I got hit go. by a fucking lady a few months ago, um, riding down Franklin to Vermont. You know, it's like it's one lane there yeah. on each side, and there's no bike lane, so I'm riding, and uh, this door. You know, when you open a door, you put one foot out. Yeah, and then you swing it open to fully get out. Yeah, that's what I was watching happen. I see the door open and a foot comes out, and I'm maybe four feet away from you, so I'm very very close. I'm right at the end of her car, essentially. And I'm like, I'm not going to have time. No way, you're going And I, you're going I look to fast, my left, right? there's a car right there, and I'm like, I just got to turn out as much as I can. All, this, all these thoughts happen in one second. I'm not going to make it. I can't turn left. I'm about to hit, get hit by a car. She opens, swings the door fully. I slam into it and flip around it, because yeah. I was already going out. I flip around it, and I f- like kind of jumped off my bike, and the car in front of her car, I hit that. That broke my fall. And then I'm like, I just come to, and I was like, fuck i can't believe i didn't fall (laughs) and then my bike's on the ground and i'm still standing and then before i could say anything the lady's standing in her car and goes what are you doing is what she says to me (laughs) i'm like and then it all kind of came together and i'm like what am i doing you just hit me with your fucking door it's like no that's not my fault it's your fault i'm like my fault how the fuck am I supposed to Dude, know? I look, I look when they, to make sure there's no cars coming when I open my door. Because they're going to slam open. If you slam your door wide open, a car is going to hit you. And yeah. It's tight. You at least look through your side view mirror. And in Los Feliz, in that area, there's cyclists everywhere. Yeah. So fuck you if you're like, oh, no. And uh, she goes, no, that's not my fault. And then I walk over to her side view mirror. And I fucking I knock on it as hard as I can. I'm just hitting it. Look in your fucking mirror, lady. And she's like, it's not my problem. And she just kept saying that over and over. Then she goes to her back door, opens the door. And then like there she had two kids in there. And then they come out. They're Whoa. like eight years old or ten. And then I see the kids. I'm like, I'm not going to stop yelling. It's not worth it. It's these kids just kind of look. What's she going on? should put a blade to her throat. <laughs> Say, listen, next time you get sliced. This one guy in Portland years ago, I read the story. He was like some, some just angry cyclist. Some car cut him off or something like that. And he felt he was wronged. So he gets off his bike, jumps on the hood of the car with his bike in his hand, and just takes his bike and slams it into the windshield of the Whoa. car picks it up again and slams it into it again they call the cops they're freaking out initially i think it was the driver's fault but the but cyclist got so nuts yeah that it was like that we gotta arrest you we're not gonna do it yeah like you just assaulted this person's fucking car well, he and did then, this like uh-huh and that's what police yeah. are for and then he ruined his bike in the process oh. like a maniac oh yeah she people don't realize that punishments are like no, she no, nailed yeah. me are you hurt was that my uh because you you put your do feet you wear a helmet in now Oh yeah, yeah. I wear a helmet all the time. Yeah, because when you did the, the AIDS, the AIDS ride, it was mandatory. You had to wear a helmet. No, no headphones. In New York, they're like, oh, no headphones. You're not allowed to wear. Why? Because it, the California laws, you can only have one. So Even they just, when you're bike riding. Yeah, yeah. Because you need oh. to be able to hear. Yeah, cars coming. Yeah, 
because you, you're treated like a vehicle. I wear them in uh, in New York, but they don't seem to. I don't think it's a problem. But they. I mean, I wear them too in the streets still. But the, yeah, they they don't stop you. But for that ride, it was like, well, the the California rule is one. It's probably a better idea. To let's only make wear it one. none. Because they're liable, and in all these cities they go, and the towns they go through, they have to get permits to allow, because they're an Fight event. Because oh. the life cycle is an event, so you have to get an event permit. And they're like, we want no issues, so let's not have a, a guy listen to full blast music, and he hits a car, hits a person. They just wanted to eliminate all that shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I got to go, because I'm going to have my, uh, they're giving me my payment. They're paying me out of my apartment. Oh, sweet. 5.15 in 13 minutes. Sweet. It's a meter. I can't believe this is finally, finally happening. happening, man. It's finally happening. It's been like eight years. I think even long, I think it might be ten. Oh, what? That they've been talking about bringing yeah. it down. It's been five at least. Dude. I mean, we had a girl move out. She goes, guys, they're never going to tear it down. I'm just, I'm sick of waiting. And that was four or five years ago. Remember Amy, that girl who got us tickets oh, to, South, yeah. to, uh, to Sunset Strip? Yeah, 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 yeah. She moved out four or five years ago. Good God. They're finally doing it. What they're are they going to build there? Do you ask? I don't know because across the street they, they've torn all that down. Oh, okay. You know, that, that where that only that creepy parking was that Rachel Rush almost got raped that time. Oh right, right. Um, so they just build a shopping center. Yeah, they might build a, 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 a bridge over it. Right. They're gonna build condos though. Okay, those are popping up everywhere now. Yeah. So it's finally happening. They're paying me. I'm getting the fuck out. I'm going back to New York anyway. I so I can't believe it. They give me the first half today, sixty five hundred dollars. Wow. I mean, it was worth it to keep it for this last year. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, because then month, technically I, I kept it for th- for. I needed it for nine. I mean, I didn't need it for nine of the months, but then I needed it here or there when I was back. Right. Yeah. Knowing you're coming back for pilot season, yeah, you have a. I'll have a place to stay. You don't have to crash. Yeah. But if they didn't do it now, I was just gonna be like, "Fuck it, fine. You win, you guys. You win. I'm just out." Right. Edgar finally got a place. I think I'm gonna sell or auction. I don't know how to do eBay, but the couch I have Uh was the original couch in the in the Joe Rogan um, podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. He gave it to me. Yeah. I'm thinking of selling, but I don't. How much is shipping a giant couch like that dude that's a good question maybe i'll just tell them to ship it or somebody pick it up you know i mean man, i don't know a couple hundred hundred two hundred to ship a whole couch where do i even do that call fedex to come get it i guess or ups or how do you even ship a couch i've never shipped anything i've been so not know. an adult in certain ways doesn't it seem like something you just ask your parents they would know yeah, yeah. but i'm of the age where i would have asked my parents yeah you know who would know dean del rey why because he shipped like Guitars, motorcycles. Oh, really? Yeah, no, he's, he's sold that stuff that. before. Yeah, yeah. I'll have an eBay auction. I'm gonna take out Rogan to fucking eat some nice steak or something over it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good um, idea. Yeah. So, what do you got to promote? Your Twitter is Nick Yusuf. N i c k y o u s s e f. Y o u s s e f. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd also like to promote the uh, basketball game where I will beat <laughs> Ari Shafir. Look for that Let's shortly. Tell you, soon. We'll talk about it next Tuesday on on Punch Drunk. Sure. Punch Drunk Sports is my sure. sports podcast, and then if you uh, and then we'll just do it that week. That week. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Why wait? I'm gonna be gone April 23rd. I'm gone. Okay. So unless we do it. The week that I'm back from Memorial Day. Okay. I don't know. Or maybe the week after. We'll see. I'll um, mention it on there. You're I'd getting the, ridiculous, though. I'd say the week after. But you're, you're seriously being ridiculous. What? Because I played basketball, man. You, all I mean, you did you was play at a recess. To. You did it at recess. You haven't played in, what, three and, years, you and said? And what have you played? Once? How often do you play basketball now? Wait, once recently, yeah. Once recently. But you haven't played in three years. Yeah, I mean, I'll warm up for ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm... God. All right, we'll see. All right, yeah, we dude, will see. Dude, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to drink whatever liquid makes you come more <laughs> the days leading up to Asparagus. this. Asparagus. Dude, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna douse those socks and come. And you're going to have to wear them all day. And I'm going to hang out with you all day. And every 10 minutes, I'm going to go, 
How are those shoes feeling, buddy? How are those? Because mine are dry and come free. My socks are dry and come free. They'll be more crusty, I think. They dry up overnight. <laughs> right, yeah. I have had maids pick up my cum socks on the floor and yeah. like, hang them up with the rest. I'm like, ugh, that's clearly laundry. Yeah. Why would you, even if I didn't have cum in there. They don't wear why gloves? Why would you pick up my... I Maybe. I don't know. It just seems gross overall. Oh, dude. Pick up socks and hear the sound like... Yeah. Just a crunch. Yeah, ugh. All right, well... <laughs> thanks nick <laughs> thanks dude um yeah i guess if you have another aids thing tell me and i'll i'll i will i might do it next year yeah take a year off make it more of an event i'm doing i'm i'm putting that same effort i put into that into doing an album this year that's why that's really oh. the big reason why i'm not okay. doing it well good luck yeah. you're gonna do it all things comedy has a record uh label now i might Sam yeah do it with them i'm talking to a couple other people about it too so we'll, we'll just see what the deals are and how all things comedy takes zero percent I know which is the best it's tough so to far. beat. You get all of it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to figure it out. I'll probably record it in La Jolla. It's the easiest access, or San Francisco Punchline if, if they're down. That's um, harder actually to fill up twice. Yeah, yeah, that's luck. true. Thank you. All right. That's the episode, everybody. Fuck. Four-point game. 54 seconds. Connecticut's going to pull it out. An eight versus seven seed. So what I was saying about Nick Yusuf lying was that he thinks he can beat me. I, I don't think he really thinks so. But then why else would he bet? Why else would he bet? Hubris. He shouldn't think he can beat me. He's too full of himself. Um, I mean, no way. Anyway, it's pretty cool. So... um. Don't forget to give to that charity that he mentioned, AIDS. <laughs> Don't forget to give to AIDS, everybody. And, um, and um, oh, is this the whole thing? Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, that's it. Um, I got shows again, the 8th. That's Tuesday night, the 10. Uh, $5 show, Diaz, Delaney, Matt Bronger, Emily Heller, maybe one more. All telling stories about role models. $5. Come on out to the improv in Los Angeles. And then my store 20 show on April 20th for a variety hour. It's for potheads. But even if you're not potheads, it's just going to be funny. I'm sick of those shows where it has to be all about pot because you deal with pot. It doesn't have to be. Potheads are entertained by humor. Big stop. They're really not going to foul, huh? Um, I feel like that's a mistake. Oh! No, he went back court on his own. He got tipped. Um... And then Edmonton, Minneapolis, Santa Fe will be available on two, on Wednesday. The tickets, uh, oh, wow, over the top of them. It's a one and one. Ooh, we got hit hard. Poitras. Um, I just, by the way, I just came from before watching this from Whole Foods. Did not realize I was wearing my Don Barris um, shirt that says, until I saw all these people giving me dirty looks at Whole Foods. And then finally somebody was looking down. I was like, what? Oh, my shirt says in bright green lettering on top of a navy blue shirt. I'd like to cram my big cock into your cunt hole. <laughs> One of Don Barris's favorite quotes. Tebow made it into a shirt a year or three years ago. There's like five in existence. We made those and we made a Sergio Love quote. Ain't no bitch gonna front me. I forget when I'm wearing those and I wear them out. So that's the episode. Guys, if you enjoy this 
this podcast, no sponsors today. Go get a uh, go get a Skeptic Tank T-shirt from the website or a 2014 tour shirt. I'll sign any of those. Uh, my live gigs. I don't know. Grab some merch. Why not? That's it. And you can use my Amazon link if you have to shop for Am- stuff for Amazon. Go to AriTheGreat.com and there's a link. Oh, that would have been it. That would have been it. Put up that three, boy. Put up that three. Oh. Six seconds. That's it. He's going to dish it off. Wow. UConn is a new national champion. Amazing. A seven seed. That's it. They're on top of the world. They are on top of the world right now. They just won a national championship. So use the Amazon link. Go to arethegreat.com. There's an Amazon link. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon and then do all your shopping as is. And they give me a bunch of cash back. So it helps. It helps pay my bills. Moving to New York soon. I'll need it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Check out that Vanessa Raglan Womb of Doom uh, podcast. Now that you know um, she has a child and she's super happy about it. Now that you know that, go ahead and listen to that one. Um, Oh, there's a happy ending on it. All right, you guys. That's it. Wow, they're so fucking excited. Oh, look at Kentucky, how upset they are. Let it sink in. You've lost. Your only chance to a championship, and you've lost it. Let it sink in. Oh, Napier's fucking crying. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And when it's done.